0: Columbia Central Lions Football WKRM is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales check, check. One, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Right Care, Columbia Franklin <coughs> Kubota, 10 Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Hollands Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Nedrich and CSH Incorporated. Browns Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marts, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company. Here's Lee Maddox.
1: And welcome again, everyone, to Green Hill High School in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Good evening again, everyone, and welcome to week four of the Tennessee high school football season as we are live in Mount Juliet, where the Columbia Central Lions are on the road to face the Green Hill Hawks. With Terry Wilcox, Coach Mike Lyle, I'm Lee Maddox, and we're excited to bring you the call of the game as kickoff will come at the top of the hour. Fellas a really nice facility that we're in here at Green Hill High School, which uh, only just opened uh, last year and during at, and opened during the height of the pandemic. And, and, of course, that tornado that devastated the area from Nashville all the way to Cookville and in, even into West Tennessee. But it came close to here, and it affected everybody in this region. But, uh, my goodness, this is a nice place, right? Yes,
2: it is a beautiful place. Uh, they've got a, got a um, you know, a... Um, sports turf field and uh some uh, but they're uh, you know nice place and new school uh hopefully their experience uh you know kind of their lack of experience will work into our hands
3: yeah it's a beautiful stadium like you said they've got the uh, the astro turf if you want to call it uh real real nice field got the nice track around it uh beautiful facility beautiful high school they got a pretty good crowd uh we're looking for a real good game uh of course combating the colors there they're the green and white and and we are of course the purple and white. so should be a good game i'm looking for
4: a good one
1: i am too both teams have been uh on the field to warm up, and uh, we've already had the national anthem, so uh, we're going to get ready for football here uh, sooner than we think, maybe. Surely they're not going to kick off early, but I see our captains uh, making their way onto the field. Not sure why that is so early. We're 15 minutes away from the top of the hour, and and, uh, but so this is the school's, and and I'm wondering if folks are listening, can they hear us? I sound like I'm in a barrel. I'm not sure if we're getting through or not, but... Uh, But we're at Mount Juliet and not sure if we're actually uh, broadcasting or not. As you know, we had issues a couple of weeks ago in Dixon, so uh, interested to know whether folks are hearing us loud and clear or not. So it's again, it's the it's the school's uh, only their second year as a football program, and they're already a record this year of two and one. They've beaten Kenwood and Wilson Central after losing their season opener to Siegel. Last year in their first season, they finished four and six, beating Stratford and Giles County of all teams. So they play in Region Five Five A and are led by Coach John Crouch. As for Columbia, they come in tonight looking for their third win in a row as they are coming off that big region win last week against Franklin County, which, of course, uh, a great ball game last week. If you're a Lion fan, hopefully you all are, 33-9. to Before that, of course, a win over Dixon County and uh, and that season opening loss to Marshall County. But last week, they just looked like a team that was starting to come together. Yes, uh,
2: you know, three weeks into the season and stuff like that you're starting to see them starting to get a, a, a better feel for, for Coach Moore's plans uh, for Coach Moore's ways of, way of doing things. The defense really came together well last week and uh, made some big plays. Uh, came ag- again aggressively and uh, hopefully they can continue that this week as, as well.
3: Yeah, I'm going to say they, they did. The offense looked amazing. Uh, we've seen few, yeah. few players playing a little different spot than they did the previous weeks but uh, uh, it, Franklin County was not able to handle the, the speed that Columbia has is amazing, especially on the outside with those guys turn the corner they're gone, nobody's going to touch them was, to me the big thing this year that's helped the basketball players coming, deciding to come and play. Yeah. They brought some talent. They brought some speed, and they got some height. We got a six-four receiver that they really haven't even touched. Brought to, good. Brought a considerable can be. amount of athleticism. So, back, absolutely. Yeah, with the program. So it seems got me excited after last week, and uh, hopefully they can continue. This is the team that scores uh, double digits uh, that we're playing. So we got it. We're going to have to play good defense and uh, and play good offense.
1: Well, this week, uh, a lot of players that have been missing are expected back in action, namely uh, Antoine Moore, who has missed two games from uh, from COVID protocols, and Malik Smith is back from COVID tonight. DeAndre Mathers has been out with a banged-up knee. He's back in the lineup tonight. <coughs> Excuse me, Isaiah Cordell is uh, is out. He, uh, As you remember last week, he suffered that dislocated elbow and uh, he, he is out for tonight and indefinitely. Hopefully, the, we'll get him back uh, in, a, in a few weeks. Jay Frierson is back in the secondary after missing for disciplinary reasons the last couple of weeks. Just shortly, in, in, in just a short while, we'll hear from some of the Lions and uh, before kickoff, we'll also hear some comments from head coach I don't know. John Moore. So here at Greenhill High School, again a brand new school to take on this growing population here in Wilson County. A lot of growth in this area, much like the Spring Hill area down in, in Murray County and Williamson County. The Hawks again at 2-1 and one return 10 of 11 starters on offense, 9 of 11 on defense. So they are experienced. They're very quick. And junior quarterback Cade Mahoney is leading the way. He's having a good year. Junior running back Brax Lambeth is expected to carry the majority of the load for the ground game a strong runner with good open field speed as for the Lions we had the chance to talk with a few of the players prior to tonight's contest including one from each of the classes uh, so freshman sophomore junior and senior so let's take a look and or take a listen and uh, hear what our players have to say about tonight's game And we're joining with Jace Hoth, uh, the junior tight end and defensive end for the Lions. And and, uh, Jace, uh, big game uh, that you all took care of business last week in that region game. You go out of conference this week against Green Hill. Your thoughts on last week and then what you're looking forward to against Green Hill. I definitely say we did take a big step from last
5: week is putting in more effort and just prepared more for this week. I think we just gotta just go out
6: there and attack first, like we did this week with a quick start. Kind of like in our, our scrimmages and our first two, our first game, a little bit of a slow start, but we definitely picked it up last game. So if we just come out firing.
7: I like our chances.
1: I know last week you had a good game. Uh, you were uh, you actually ended up with a touchdown that wasn't that wasn't designed, but uh, you were at the right place at the right time, and yes, then sir. another you know a good. A good pass over the middle to make a good yardage and uh, so it seems like your offense is getting in the groove a little bit. Oh yeah especially with uh, Q just going off for three touchdowns last week it really opened it up. It's been in the right place in the right time. And obviously your defense is holding its own too and holding the other team holding that opponent. Like you're supposed to. Uh, and and you want to see more of these three and outs right oh, yeah. Especially with that we just got such an athletic D-line, solid linebackers, good corners, like good safeties just across the board. I really like our defense. All right. Jay's, good luck against Green Hill. Right. Thank you. And now we're joining Jordan Davis, the sophomore for the Columbia Central Lions and Jordan, you had a, a a really outstanding game last week against Franklin County. Give me your thoughts on looking back at that game.
7: Um, it was a great team win. We just we just played together as a team and we we got the result we wanted, so that was that was good for the most part of it it was good
1: so you're just a sophomore so you know and you were you were playing basketball and i think and that was kind of the focus and you came out with some of your other teammates that were playing basketball you guys
7: have uh, made an impact here on, on the team Uh, Yes, sir. i really actually been playing football longer than I've been playing basketball. I just never really got on the stage where, like, a lot of people can know my football skills as well as my basketball skills. So I think this is, like, the year where everybody's going to know that I also can play football and basketball. All
1: right. Well, good luck. Uh, Hopefully your number is going to get called again tonight against Green Hill, and uh, we're we're hoping for another victory. Yes, sir. And joining me now is Senior Jordan Brooks. Jordan, uh, you guys – you took care of business last week in a big way against that region for Franklin County, 33-9. Uh, to nine. I know that had to make you feel pretty happy after the game last week, right?
7: Yes, sir, it did. Uh, it, it feels good to be one and one in the region. It makes us have like a, a more better bond going into the next week, and it makes us be uh, more uplifted at practice, and it
1: makes us strive to be better the next week. Hey, tell me about this week's practice. You had a y'all were supposed to have a day off on Monday, but you came in anyway. So and that was uh, kind of on on you players. You decided maybe we need to come in. Mm, uh, well, this year's uh,
7: program, but we're trying to be better than we was last year. So so really, there's no days off during the week, and we try to make every game uh, this season the best we can, and try to win every
1: game we can this this year. Well, hopefully, you guys can. You, you've got some players back. That, that hadn't been with you the last couple of weeks. So what are you looking forward to tonight?
7: I feel like tonight uh, we should go out there and handle business. It ain't nothing that, uh, it ain't nothing that we haven't seen before. Uh, so we should go out there and do what we got to do
1: and then win the ball game tonight. So now I'm joined with uh, Jaravius Hall. And Jaravius, you're a, a freshman on the Columbia Central football team this season and already in three games You've gotten to see a lot of action. So obviously the coaches are, are pretty excited to see you have that opportunity on the
7: field. And what's it been like for you to be able to contribute? It's been a great experience just to be out there as a freshman. Don't but people barely get that
4: as a freshman. Just excited to get playing time and showing what I can do.
7: Obviously you
1: gotta be excited mm-hmm. about where you all are. You're two and one, you're facing a team tonight. Uh, Green Hill that uh, is kind of in the same boat, but they're a brand new kind of school. What are you looking forward to when you get the chance to play against Green Hill?
7: Showing what I can do, sir. them that we ain't come to play. We come to Beach and go home. Sure. Do what I can do. Dominate. Alright, Dravious, good luck against Green Hill. Thanks.
1: And there you have it from some of the uh, some of the Lion players as they get ready to do battle tonight with the uh, Green Hill Hawks, and uh, we're we're going to also listen, uh, hopefully, real quick here to uh, head coach John Moore to give us his take on what he's expecting tonight, how things have gone in practice. So let's hear let's hear from Coach John Moore. Wondering
0: what Coach Moore has to say about tonight's game. Let's check in with Lee Maddox, who sits down with the coach. And now we're joining with
1: head coach John Moore. Coach Moore, uh, an extremely important victory you got last week with the win over Franklin County. And it seemed like all phases of your game kind of came together and and it showed on the field.
7: First, let's talk about uh, your thoughts on last week's game. A big win for us. Uh, we're excited about that. We we finally got off to a good start, uh, which was nice nice to have. Uh, I stalled a little bit in, in the second, and third quarter, but we finished the game well.
1: Yeah, and and the penalties kind of you, you cut down on some of the the mental mistakes. And I know you, as a coach, you had to be happy to see
7: that. But I know there's still some that you were working on. Yes, we're 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 happy about that. We've been harping on that about playing with more discipline and, and we did that to to a certain extent. I mean we had some we did have some holding calls downfield, but that, that doesn't bother me. Those are effort penalties. I, I can live with those. And uh we didn't own we didn't have any major boo boos in the kicking game and that's always a blessing. Yeah. So
1: Obviously, that was we, we can't stress enough, and I know you're thinking of that uh, to get a region win. And you know, you're one and zero in the region, two and one on the young season, and now you go back outside the region uh, with with a team that you really you know nobody knows much about because they're a brand new school. Uh, this is their second year to have a football
7: team. Your thoughts on playing Green Hill? Well, we. We don't know too much about them. Um, you know, they—they they, some of their students came from Mount Juliet, and some they drew some from Wilson Central too. So, you know, they those kids have been coached pretty well at those schools. Um, you know, they're—they've got some talent, and and they're they're certainly capable of beating us if you know if we if we mess around. And they've won some games.
1: There's no doubt they they know how to score points, and they know how to play defense.
7: Yeah, they've got the same record as we do. So, um, you know, we've got to show up and be ready to go. So and I'm not sure how practice has gone this week.
1: I think uh, obviously we had the the holiday, but I think your kids uh, decided they wanted to they wanted to meet and practice. And maybe that send a signal to you
7: all as coaches and
1: maybe uh, vice versa. I'm not sure.
7: Yeah, I, I used to be hardcore about practicing on Labor Day and punishing those who didn't show up. But I've, I've, as I've gotten older, I've sort of sort of waned on that. Uh, but they, they, they wanted to practice. Guys showed up. We, we got something done that day. Well, what uh, about the rest of the week? How's it been? It's been okay. It's, 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 it's been all right. I, I can't complain. Well, one,
1: one good thing, I think you're getting a lot of players back. Yeah, the the nucleus of your team when you started the season you had some injuries you had covid and uh, i think things are kind of kind of getting back together right to back to that original those starting lineups are, are back that we should see against
7: green hill yes we're starting to to get some people back um, antoine is back uh, Malik has come back as well. And uh, and we're getting Jay back off off suspension, and, and he's he's done a good job this week. And DeAndre Manners, and, and that, that's right, DeAndre is with his knee sprain. He's 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 back with us too.
1: And it was a scare last week with seeing Isaiah Cordell. Anytime you have to bring a stretcher out on the field, that that kind of it, it's it's a scary situation. Uh, but talk about Isaiah Cordell.
7: Yeah, he he dislocated his elbow, and uh, you know we. That's 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 a pretty gruesome injury, and uh, but they they popped they popped it back in, and uh, you know we're we're hoping that there's not a, a whole lot of ligament damage, and maybe maybe we can get him back, you know later in the season. All right, well, coach, uh, I know you're excited
1: to have a chance to get win number three tonight against Green Hill, uh, and not think about what you got to do. When, when you're facing a, back in the region next
7: week, so it's one game at a time, right? Yeah, first things first. We've got to take care of business tonight. All right, Coach, good luck tonight. All right, thanks.
1: And welcome back to Green Hill High School as uh, the, the Columbia Central Lions are set to take on the Hawks of Green Hill here in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. Here, just moments away from kickoff, both teams have yet to storm out on the field, and and uh, they've had all the, the pre-game activity. There's a huge crowd here on the Green Hill side, and uh, looking across the way from where we are in the press box on the visitor side where the Columbia folks are gathered, there's, there's quite a few fans that have made the trip up here. Hopefully they'll trickle in even more to fill up the stands on the far side for the Columbia Lions as Green Hill now enters the stadium, uh, enters the field, and they're carrying a lot of flags. And gentlemen, I know, that's in in remembrance of what yeah. happened 20 years ago tomorrow. Hopefully none of us will never forget uh, what happened 20 years ago on 9-11. I know I'll never forget it. And uh, uh, just a great show of uh, pride and uh just, just, and as the Lions come out onto the field too, onto their side of the field, and look like I'm not sure who won the toss, but I know we're going to receive uh, this opening uh, first half kickoff.
2: Yeah, Terry, did you see? Who, not okay, sure who won the won the toss, <laughs> but uh, we'll definitely we're working go on some on, things here in the box. We'll go on okay. offense first,
1: and uh, I'm just going to tell you here on offense starting tonight uh, at, at uh, receiver Beba Perkins, at right tackle Tylan Orr, at right guard Camden Bratton at center Lewis Maddox, left guard Jordan Brooks at left tackle Eli Height at tight end Jace Hoth at uh, one of the right halfbacks is Q Martin the fullback is Caden McCoy Christian Biggers at the left halfback and of course led by number 10 Luke Usselton who has been all the way this year at quarterback. On defense Jace Hoth at defensive end Michael Johnson at nose guard Jordan Brooks at defensive tackle Lewis Maddox at defensive end linebackers Matthias Ward Watson Harvey and Joseph Whaley cornerbacks Q Martin and Adrian Hidalgo at safety Malachi Quartal for his brother and also at strong yeah oh, I said that strong safety is Malachi Quartal. so we're getting ready to set to receive the ball as Q Martin Adrian Hidalgo and Caden McCoy are back deep for the Lions as the Green Hill Hawks are getting set to line up and uh, kicking off for them will be Sam Krickmar will be kicking it from his on 40. They'll be going left to right, or the, the Lions will be moving right to left on your radio dial. They're dressed in their white jerseys and purple pants, and here's the kick. We're underway here at Green Hill High School. Caden McCoy is going to get the ball at the 7-yard line. He's up to the 15, now the 20, and he gets a hit, but he gets away. He's going to cross the 25, up to the 30. A stiff arm out and finally gets taken out of bounds at the 30. Eight-yard line. It looks like that's where they'll mark the ball. Where the Lions will start on offense, first and ten.
2: Yeah, good job on the
1: on the front wedge. He, he moved
2: up to the middle a little bit to draw in the defense, and then broke it out to the side and he was able to get to the corner.
1: So here are the Lions, first and ten at their now they'll spot it at the excuse me the 34-yard line. That's where they'll spot it, and that traditional set that we've been seeing. With the two halfbacks, and there goes Biggers in motion. He's going to get it around the right side, looking for him. He reverses field and comes back up. He's only going to get maybe two yards on the play. He'll get up to the 36 yard line, is where it'll be second and eight for the Lions. They got fancy everything over there. They got a digital yard, yard, they got marker a digital yard mark over, over there. I, I just noticing that. On the far side of the field there, so uh, that's kind of neat. And, and this field is, it's not AstroTurf, but it no. is, it's definitely a different type of turf that can take cleats or, or AstroTurf. So it's a re- really nice field that they've put into play up here. Here's also to an under center. Here comes Q Martin to get the jet sweep around the left side, and he goes down. And they're not going to call him down right there. I thought like he, he might have hit his the ground. Down.
2: He got his hand down in time. It looked like his balance. hip went
1: down. But anyway, they, uh, he moves up uh, two yards. Uh, they'll spot it now at the 39-yard line where it's going to make it third and a long five to get that first down. So a big play already here early in the, in the game for the Lions. They need to make this conversion right here to, to continue the, uh, this possession now jordan davis in the lineup for biggers at the left halfback, and here's a fake for the sweep Russellton rolls around finds jace ho right at midfield complete first down for the lions that's the play they had success on last week so uh, just a fake all the Sweep stuff over here to the left. Hustleton rolls out to his right and finds Jason Hoke right there.
2: Little bootleg rollout and uh, wide receiver there takes takes the corner deep. You uh, have got uh, Jason Hoke coming in on the drag route underneath and uh, wide, wide open for, for a big first down.
1: Huge first and ten for the Lions. Just underway here for Columbia. Their first possession right at midfield now, first and ten. Here comes Q Martin with the jet sweep around the left side, and they have read that right away. No gain on the play as Isaiah Lopez comes up and meets Q Martin right at the line of scrimmage. No gain, second and ten here as we're just, again, getting started just under ten minutes here in the first quarter.
2: Looks like they're, uh, Green Hill's in a 3-4 defense, and the outside linebackers are doing a good job initially here uh, penetrating and stopping that, uh, stopping the momentum on that jet sweep, making us cut back a little quicker than we want to.
1: Second ten, same same formation for the Lions. Two halfbacks and Caden uh, McCoy, the lone setback as Q Martin comes into motion, uh, way around the backfield. Now there's a whistle. Looks like it's going to be procedure. Uh, no, we we called a timeout. Okay. Before. Very good. All right. So. Already early on, first time out, uh, important plays right here, right at midfield, second and 10, 9.26 to go here in the first quarter. We'll take a break and tell you, you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hi, I'm Steve, the garbage man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. Welcome back to Green Hill High School as the Lions take their first time out of the first half. And uh, they are now back. Uselton's got his his team up under center. And here comes the play right here. A motion, but handing off right to McCoy right at the middle. He's got room. He's gone. He is gone. At the 30, at the 20, the 10, 5, touchdown, Columbia. Just like that, a 50-yard strike right up the middle. Caden McCoy, touchdown, Lions. Yeah, Coach Moore noticed that
2: they were overplayed the sweep really really fast so he fakes that sweep and runs the trap up up behind
1: it and a huge hole up the middle great great play for the Lions and I wasn't expecting that but Caden McCoy has been doing that all season long he's been making his own yardage but as you said there was a hole there that I think maybe me and you could have maybe gone up through there I don't know that we would have gone 50 yards but he went the distance and there's the snap the set the kick by Max Patton and it is good so, another quick timeout on the field with 9 minutes, 17 seconds to go. Your Columbia Central Lions are up 7 to nothing over the Green Hill Hawks here at Mount Juliet. And you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
2: American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can
6: focus on the problems in your life that actually matter. Like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning. Built to a higher. 311111388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today. 388-2090.
3: This is Terry Wilcox, a.k.a. the Chicken Man, a.k.a. T Willy, and you're listening to 103.7 FM WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee.
1: And welcome back to Mount Juliet, where your Columbia Central Lions have gone on the board first, seven to nothing here with a quick strike from Caden McCoy, and there's a short kick. Oh, it didn't go ten yards. I don't know if he missed that kick or Max Patton was kicking, and he missed it or something, kind of got up underneath it. I don't think that was an onside kick.
4: No,
2: he was trying to do a pooch kick and put it behind the front line and in front of the second line and uh, just missed it, uh, hit the tee a little bit. We also had an offsides down here, but I think they're going to take the ball where where it is and decline the penalty.
1: Okay, so they're going to Green Hill is going to get great field position for their first possession here, right at the Lion 49-yard line, where it'll be first and ten. So they're still trying to uh, adjust something. The referees are coming together to talk about something. Not sure what that is, but uh, they're still looking to set that ball. Now they're going to. They're going to move the ball a little bit. What are they going to do? They're going to re-kick?
2: Looks like they're going to penalize us. They are going to go ahead and penalize us for the offsides. They're going to re-kick. We had a man about a yard past the ball before it kicked. and, and,
1: And so... So they're going to re-kick. Terry, you got the, uh, the the drive summary from that touchdown run for That's Caden McCoy.
3: Right. Columbia, they went 66 yards in five plays. Took two minutes, 34 seconds off the clock. And it ended with a 50-yard Caden McCoy run. The kick was good. Columbia 7 to nothing with 9.16 to play in the first quarter.
1: very good thank you terry so they are going to reset i like this better i don't know i, I mean maybe they weren't going to allow uh... they weren't going to allow to i guess have them let them have the ball like that I think but i don't the, I think understand the offsides.
2: Why. i think with the offsides by rule it kills the play so they have to mark it off uh, green hill didn't have the choice i think if green hill had the choice they would have taken the ball at the 50 oh, yes. yard line
1: all right, so Max Patton, they back it up five yards. He's going to be kicking from his 35-yard line. As uh, we are reset here, no, well, they actually took a second off the clock, but Max Patton approaches the ball. Let's get a good kick here, Max. It's going to be a line drive and on the ground, and he's the, the receiver is going to down it at the 32-yard line is where now uh, where Green Hill, the Hawks, will take over on their first possession here in this first quarter, first possession of the ball game
2: and we gave up five yards on the kick and gained 15 yards on the on the eventual spot so like you said that worked out for us I like that, that a whole lot
1: better I didn't like that
2: kick but well that uh, sweep kick is very hard it's very hard to handle and it's also hard to set up a return and it did exactly what Coach Moore was wanting it to do and, and just destroyed their return and, and he had just had to cover it to be safe with it
1: so here's uh, Green Hill up to the line of scrimmage Cade Mahoney is their quarterback the junior quarterback who sets up Usually in the shotgun gets his plays from the sideline and as he's looking to the sideline to run his plays He's got receivers on both sides. They like to throw the ball a lot And there's a bad snap, but he's gonna hand it off right up the middle to his money guy The running back number 33 that is Brax Lambert who is a, a proven running back And if he gets into the open guys better look out so he's they, they got six yards right up the middle there so We've got to close that gap a lot a lot more than what they just did right there. So second and four. They'll spot it at the 36-yard line of the Hawks. A lot of motion in this offense for Green Hill. Just underway, 7 to nothing, Columbia leading. Going to hand it off to Brax Lamberth again over the right side. Looks like he's got enough for his first down as he crosses the 40 up to the 44-yard line of the Hawks' side of the field. So that'll make it their first first down of the ball game, first and 10 at the 44. Clock runs now at 8 minutes, 20 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Columbia leading 7-0 here early on. New running back in for the Hawks. First and ten. There goes Mahoney. He's going to hand it off to that running back, and he's got room up the middle. Gets nine yards on the play. Crosses midfield up to the Columbia now side of the of the field. At the, they'll spot it now at the 47. At the yeah, the 47 yard line, just inside the 48 yard line of Columbia, where it's going to make it second and about two to really get the good first down. Second and a long or second and a short two. So here's Mahoney. So far, every play a running play. And there's a low snap. He's going to hand it off again to his tailback. And he's got the first down. Crosses the 45 down to the 42-yard line of Columbia where they'll get first and 10 and quickly tempo play here for the Hawks as they line up on the ball very quickly to keep our defense kind of on their toes. And they need to get on their toes. Going to hand it off again right up the middle, and he's finally brought down. Jace Hope brings him down, but still a four-yard pickup on the play. Uh, N- Nico Duffy is the, the sophomore running back for the Hawks right there.
2: Uh, Green Hills just doing a very base, uh, very base uh, power play right now. It's a hat on a hat, and uh, they're keeping our guys tied up right now, and we can't get we can't get off the blocks. We're going to have to get off the blocks a little quicker and, and seal up the gaps.
1: First time I'm seeing Antoine Moore in the lineup. He is in at defensive end. Let's see what he can bring to the table. We had not seen him in a couple of weeks. There's the snap, a low snap. Ball's on the ground, and there's a whistle. Not sure why, unless there's a flag.
2: There's was, there was an there awful a flag? Lot of, there, yeah, there was an awful lot of movement.
1: Who, who moved first? <laughs> Offsides on the defense.
3: Looks like Antoine Moore on the right side jumped.
4: Hmm,
1: yep. hmm. That's his anticipation, mm-hmm. trying to anticipate the snap count. There's the official call from the referee offside, so that's going to bring him a lot closer to the first down. He's going to make it second and a long one for the first down. They've got to get to the 32-yard line for a first down. They'll spot it at the 34 of Columbia. Clock runs, six minutes, 20 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Here's Mahoney, at shotgun, trying to make the Lions jump. Now he's kind of suspends play to get a different call from the sideline as the play clock goes down to almost four. And there's Lambert up the middle, got good yardage, got the first down. He's inside the 30, down to the 28-yard line of Columbia. So guys, uh, they're beginning to worry me a little bit here. We need to stop a run here.
2: They've run the same play every time, just to just to power up the middle. And again, we're not we're not getting rid of our blocks, not shedding blocks, and and getting to the ball carrier quick enough.
1: Not sure where our linebackers are. So here's Mahoney with Lambirth. Behind him, he's just going to hand it right off to him. Around the right side goes by Jace Hoth, and he's going to get a more good pickup on first down, at least five or six or seven yards there around the right side of the Columbia defense. Six yards, so to make it second and four, they'll spot it at the 32-yard line, 33-yard line of Columbia. Or excuse me, the 23-yard line. And there's Lambert again. He's got room up the middle. He's still on his feet inside almost to the 10-yard line. So he gets the first down. He's going to get down to the 12 before he's finally brought down by Q. Martin coming from his safety position to make the tackle. And they are tempo right back on the ball. Here's Mahoney going to hand it off again right up the middle to Lambert and he gets three yards on the play right up the middle of that offensive line and just pushing our guys back right yeah, now. Yeah,
2: So far they've been able to block us one-on-one up front which allows a couple of other linemen to get into our linebacker's face and we can not they can't see the ball with their fighting off the, the guards.
1: Somebody needs to make a stop right here. Punch that ball loose. Second and five. Right up the middle goes Lambeth again, and he's hit right at the line of scrimmage by Levante Addison, but uh, still positive yards. I mean, he's gonna be close to another first down, and that'll be first and goal at the three. They're calling it. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. first and goal at the two yard line is where the Hawks are going right now, straight ahead with the ball. They're gonna hand it off right up the middle, and he's in the end zone for a touchdown for the Hawks. So, I mean, just right down the field, From their own 32-yard line. The Hawks, not a single pass, and looking at their film, they like to throw the ball quite a bit. They never threw the first pass. They just ran the ball right at us and went right down the field.
2: Yeah, they they were able to block our defensive linemen with single blocks, and when that allows other linemen to get downfield on our linebackers, we've we've got to have our down linemen command double teams, and that frees up our linebackers to make plays.
1: Here's the snap, the set, the kick, the extra point, and we are tied here in Mount Juliet as Green Hill has tied up this ball game 7-7 seven to seven with 4 minutes, 21 seconds to go here. We've got a tie ball game. You're listening to Columbia Central Alliance Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. One-stop shopping.
2: That's why so many people shop Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Fiat of Columbia. As the number one volume CDJR dealer in Tennessee, we offer the largest selection of new Ram, Jeep, Dodge, and Chrysler vehicles. And when you have the largest selection of new, you have the largest selection of used, too. Combine that with state-of-the-art, fast, accurate service, and you've got Tennessee's number one volume dealer. Shop online at ChryslerDodgeJeepRamOfColumbia.net. Middle Tennessee's Ram truck and Jeep headquarters. You can count on us. Based on combined retail and fleet sales is awarded by Chrysler in the state of Tennessee in 2019.
1: And welcome back to Green Hill High School as the, the Hawks of Green Hill have tied up this ball game with four minutes, 21 seconds to go in the first quarter. All tied up 7-7. Seven seven. Both teams, both possessions of their of this first half getting uh, touchdowns on each possession. So we are tied here 7-7. Seven seven. Terry, you've got the stats on that drive. As
3: sure you do. They went 68 yards and 12 plays. Uh, finishing it off with a two-yard run by Lambert. Uh, and it scores 7-7. Seven seven, and they took four minutes and 54 seconds off the clock. 4.21 left in the quarter.
1: Wow, they just kind of, they just took it to us. we got to do something on defense as here comes the kick and Looks like Q. Martin's going to get it at the 11. He's at the 20. He's at the 25. He's looking for room. He'll cross the 30. He'll go down at the 32-yard line this is where Columbia will begin first and ten with their second possession here of this ball game. Uh, again, this game not a region game for obviously either teams. Columbia in 65A. And the Green Hill Hawks, the first time they've been in a region, they were an independent team last year. This is that they're in region 5, 5A. So both 5A schools, and so far, uh, they're kind of equal, at least on offense. Both have answered, let's see what Columbia is ready to do here on first and 10 from their own 32. Hustleton under center. Going to hand it to McCoy right up the middle. He's looking for room. He's just picking his way. Gets maybe maybe a yard, uh, close to two yards on the play. Going to make it second and eight for the Lions here in the first quarter. Game tied up, seven to seven. Just really underway. Both teams looking very sharp on their first offensive possessions. And Columbia needs to answer right here for sure. Second and eight at their 34-yard line also some under center Biggers and Q Martin at those wingback positions. Caden McCoy at the tailback, He's gonna fake it this time, it is a sweep. Looking, rolling right, looking for Jace Hoth, and he's got him. Jace Hoth makes a kind of a shoestring kind of uh, catch there for his first down, crosses the uh, the 45, they'll spot it at the 46. So kind of that same play that they did it's before, Coach. It
2: is exactly the same play. They fake the sweep over here to the left, roll out back uh, bootleg to the right, and they got Hoth dragging across the field once the other
1: receivers cleared out. So that was, uh, and it was, Jace Hoth made quite a, a great play he to, really to bring that ball in. He got it right down at his feet and then, and then got a couple more yards after, he, after the catch. So here's Osselton under center, first and ten. Gonna kind of fake it this to the left, and now he's throwing back to his right. He's got McCoy across midfield, down to the 40, down to the 35, across the 35. Caden McCoy makes a great catch, but a great throw by Luke Usselton as McCoy comes through the line of scrimmage and just finds an open seam down there, and Usselton finds it.
2: Basically, they just ran the same play the other direction. Uh, and he was able to just a nice little touch pass over the the outside linebacker's head and and made a huge, huge first down.
1: All the way down to the the Hawk 31-yard line is where they'll set up first and 10, two minutes and 24 seconds to go here in the first quarter. There goes Biggers in motion. He's got a handoff to McCoy right at the middle. He's looking for him. He's got it around the outside. He's still on his feet. Gets close to his first down. I think he has it. So another 10, 11-yard pickup there for Caden McCoy for the Lions. Let's see where they spot it. Maybe he's just shy of that first down. Maybe he's just going to be a half-yard short of the first down. They'll spot it at the 22-yard line. So... He's got to make it to the 21 for that first down. So second and one here for the Lions. Hustleton up under center. and He's just going to quarterback sneak, and he goes three yards at least or four maybe right over his center. And his left guard as he easily gets that first down, so that will make it first and ten. They'll spot it now at the 18, I believe, is where they'll have that ball. For the Lions, uh, looking to get go right back into the end zone right here. They need a touchdown here, for sure. Osseton under center. Biggers in the backfield this time is Caden. Up oh, there's a flag. We had illegal motion. Two people moving. Illegal procedure, Columbia, that'll back us up five yards, so it'll be first and 15. They'll spot it now just outside of the 20 at the 23-yard line, where it'll be first and 15. A minute, 16 seconds to go here in the first quarter, all tied up, 7-7. Seven seven. Columbia knocking on the door, though, here, trying to get back in the end zone. an under center. He's going to hand it off to Biggers looking for room right in the middle of the line of scrimmage and not much where to go. Actually, he might have got a yard as he was just trying to pick his way through the right side of the line there.
2: Looks like they slanted into the play while it, uh, on that and uh, got a lot of penetration and he didn't have any place to go with it.
1: So that'll make it second and 14 here as they'll spot it at the 22-yard line of the Hawks. Clock going, clock running now, under 40 seconds here left in the first quarter. As Asselton, under center, same formation. Here comes a uh, Motion. He's gonna look to throw it again, and he's gotten Christian Biggers on the out pattern, but just Biggers couldn't hang on to it. So in ball falls incomplete. That makes it third and 14. Clock stops with 23 seconds to go here in this first quarter.
2: He had him open on the flat route. He just threw it a little bit behind him and made it a tough catch for him.
1: Yeah, Biggers, line, Biggers was trying.
2: Yeah, the line gave him uh, plenty of time to make the throw.
1: So let's see what we can do here. We need to get a first down, if not the touchdown. Else it's an under center. Since Q. Martin in motion, he's looking to throw, looking downfield, throwing into the end zone, there's interference, there's the flag. Interference in the end zone with Bubba Perkins, I believe. That's who was the intended receiver in the end zone. I'm not making out that number quite sure. No, that was Jordan Davis that he was trying to reach the sophomore in the in the end zone. He was being double-covered, but they had a hold of him. Yeah. And when, when he threw that ball, he just kind of fell down because he just got dragged
2: down. They realized he had a step on him, and, and they reached out and grabbed him and pulled him back in. They'd <laughs> rather give up the penalty than uh, the. problem is it's only half the distance to the goal, which means still third down.
1: Yeah, third down, but a whole lot better shape. and. And if we had to, a better position for a field goal. So they'll spot it now at the 11-yard line. It'll be third and three now for the Lions as Usselton brings his team up to the line of scrimmage. And there goes, uh, he's going to hand it off to Biggers right at the middle. He's got room in the middle, and I believe he's going to make his first down as he gets inside the 10-yard line down to the 8-yard line. And that will be first and goal for the Lions here as the end of the first quarter. Well, now they'll stop it because they'll mark the, I guess mark the first, first down. down. Not sure what they're doing.
0: Take a look at it.
1: I don't know what they're. Well, they're possibly going to measure. Up. Looks like they're possibly going to
2: measure.
1: I don't see a point in that, but anyway, they may see something. Obviously, they can see it a whole lot better down there than I can see it up here. So they are measuring it. Clock is stopped with three seconds to go here in the first quarter. Let's say we go for it. If we didn't get it, but we have it, it's a first and goal for the Lions.
2: More than likely, be the end of the play because once they get yep. the once that or end of the quarter. Excuse me. Yep. Once they get the, the chain reset, then they'll start the clock.
1: Well, yep. There's no point to try to hurry anything up here and take our time and. Get this touchdown on the first play of the second quarter as the Lions. There's the end of the first quarter. Uh, been a good one so far. Both teams take their first possessions in the first quarter to get both get touchdowns. Both of them One we went 66 yards, they went 68 yards. Uh, so and we're ready to in first and goal territory now. So we'll take a quick time out and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the front porch sports radio network. At CSH, we know the sport of football builds discipline, character, and work ethic. Three common characteristics of winners. It's a sport where we drowns out me. Leadership is nurtured, and that's why CSH supports all Murray County football teams and want to say a special thanks and good luck to every player, coach, volunteer, and parent of this year's teams from youth programs, middle schools, and high schools. We know football builds men
0: that make a difference. Let's go. For the 75th year, Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRN.
1: Welcome back to Green Hill High School as we're set to bring you second quarter action here at Green Hill High School as uh, Columbia and Green Hill all tied up at seven apiece. Here as we begin the second quarter, where Columbia will have it first and goal from the Hawk eight-yard line is where Luke Usselton will set up under center with uh, two tailbacks in the backfield. Here comes motion for McCoy. He's going to hand it off to Biggers right at the middle, trying to pick his way and really nowhere to go as he hit the line of scrimmage on the right side, but uh, the Hawks were right there. So no gain on the play. Second and goal from the eight-yard line of the Hawks. They have, uh, <clears throat> they is, uh, they've There is. got a good-sized defensive yeah. line. They're <laughs> matching up really well with our offensive line, but uh, let's see what we can do, if we can find a way to get into that end zone right here at second and goal. Luke Oselton looks like he's unsure of the play. As the play clock now at 7, and he's going to call the coach. going to call a timeout. Well, we'll take a timeout with him, give time for our sponsors. We sure do appreciate the folks that sponsor
0: Columbia Central Lions football and the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. This is J.P. Plant with TriStar Sports Radio. As I travel around southern Middle Tennessee and north Alabama covering local and regional sports, sometimes both me and my car need a bit of refueling. Fortunately, there's always a Mart convenience store nearby. Whether it's filling up with a cup of joe or grabbing a chicken tender sandwich with all the fixes. Yep, Quickmark Convenience Stores gets me and my car to the next event. Stop in on your next road trip. Quickmark Convenience Stores, proudly serving Shell gasoline. This is
2: Coach Mike, and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle Tennessee. WKRM 103.7 FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
4: Welcome
1: back to Green County Green County. <laughs> Green Hill High School here in Mount Juliet Tennessee as uh, we are live here. the second quarter just underway for where well, your Columbia Central Lions are seven looking to add more to Green Hills seven as well. Here comes Q Martin around the left side looking to get in the end zone and he is there. Touchdown Columbia Q Martin. Wow. Great run by Q. Martin. Yeah, uh, Green Hill did an
2: interesting defensive stunt. That, or I guess it was a stunt. Their their front lineman literally lunged forward and laid down. And it uh, looked like they were trying to tie up the, the legs of the pulling of the pulling guards and stuff like that. But it allowed us to run around their linebackers, tie up their linebackers and run around them. I, strange, strangest stunt
1: I've seen in a while. And here's Max Patton with the extra point of tip, the set, the kick, and it is good. So, again, uh, and... Great run by Q Martin, great look at that play, kind of a little wrinkle that they it in there, but uh, it worked. Eight yard, little touchdown scamper, and he was going out to the outside and then cut right back up in the middle and really untouched until he got into the end zone and uh, gets the touchdown.
2: They they did a good job of destroying our leading, our pulling guards, leading interference, but in doing that they also uh, eliminated their pursuit. And once we were able to seal off the linebacker, then he could walk into or run into the end zone untouched.
1: Well, very good. New score now with 11 minutes, 14 seconds to go here in the second quarter. 14 for the Lions, seven for the Green Hill Hawks. And let's hope that we get a good kick here and uh, and get something working on our defense to stop this running attack that uh, Green Hill was so successful on on their first possession. I believe that they didn't have a possession. They took so long, I guess, on that possession they had over, over six minutes or so. I'm not right. sure what it was that they had, and, of course, we took we took almost five minutes on our first possession. Here's Max Patton kicking deep this time. That's what I like to see. The receiver gets it at the nine-yard line, across the 20, the 25, and spins out of the tackle, still on his feet, across the 30, over the 40. He'll finally get wrapped up and taken out of bounds by Bubba Perkins, way over here on the, the near sideline. So unfortunate that uh, they got that much. That wasn't. That was Ontario's Sharp that made that tackle here, number 18 for the Lions. Uh, finally, all the way up though to the 44-yard line of the Hawks is where they'll set up first and ten. As uh, we are just underway here in the second quarter, Columbia leads 14 to 7 over the Hawks. Now here's Mahoney. It looks like there's something wrong with their line of scrimmage, but they're going to hand it off, and great yardage. I mean, nine, almost ten yards on the play, crosses midfield.
2: Just running straight ahead, and they're just pushing our defensive line back. They're winning the line of scrimmage right now.
1: Well, here comes some some extra juice from the sidelines is uh, uh, Jordan Brooks to try to t- – to try to get to try to get uh, some stoppage there in the middle of that line of scrimmage, and we'll, Terry, we'll come to you here in just a moment with the, the scoring summary from that touchdown run. But here's Kate Mahoney. He's set up now at the 1st and 10 at the Columbia 46. He's going to get it to Lambert around the right side, and he's finally taken down from behind after picking up three yards on the play. Terry, give us, uh, that was Jordan Brooks that made that title.
3: That's right. For Columbia Q, uh, they went 68 yards and 11 plays in four minutes and 59 seconds, ended it up with an eight-yard run by Q Martin. The score is 14-7 Columbia with with 11-14 to go in the half quarter. In the half.
1: Very good. Second and six now for the Hawks as they line up at the 41-yard line of Columbia. We've got to do something to get a turnover or something to stop this running attack because they're going to hand it off again on the left side, and he's got room across the 40. Inside the 40 now down to the 38-yard line goes uh, Lambert, and he's been running just... <laughs> Just at will so it's going to make it third and about a long one yard line now and they'll back it up It's third and two that is at the Columbia 38 yard line third and two for the Hawks
4: Here's Mahoney
1: Taking his time getting a play in this time this is where we need a stop, guys, right here on defense, some kind of stoppage. Here he is. He's handed off. He's got the first down. Crosses the 35 down to the 34-yard line of Columbia, where it will be first and 10 for the Hawks. I mean, they just run the same play just over and over.
2: they powering right over the top of us right now. Again, they're winning the line of scrimmage with single blocks, and that allows their edge blockers to get to our linebackers.
1: So now, ball spotted at the Columbia 34-yard line, first and 10, clock running at 8 minutes, 45 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Mahoney eyes the line of scrimmage in his shotgun position. He's going to hand it off to Duffy around the left side, and he's got three, four yards there. He's going to get it to the 30-yard line. It'll make it second and six for the Hawks. As uh we just don't have an answer yet. We hadn't made a stop behind the line of scrimmage yet. They're just they're just outmanning
2: us at the moment.
1: There's Antoine Moore and Jace Holt in at defensive at defensive ends and Michael Johnson or that's Jaravius. That's Michael Johnson there at nose guard and uh, no, that is uh, Jordan Brooks at defensive tackle and I'm not seeing who's on the other that's uh Tristan Harden is in at defensive tackle trying to get some meat in there to stop this run. Oh, there was movement, but they didn't call it. Now Mahoney's going to flip the throw, and he's going to go down for a sack. Who got him? Jace Hofe? No. I can't see who that was. But a big loss for the Hawks.
4: As that was,
1: that was, that was, uh, that was uh, oh, going Morris in... Somehow coming up from a cornerback position, like I'm not sure where he came from, but he came out of nowhere. I actually think
2: it was a busted coverage, and he just out-hustled it.
1: He did. <laughs> he showed his speed, and he is one of the fastest players we have on the team, so a loss, a big loss, third and 14, as they're going to go back to this run, and then finally, there there's Watson Harvey stepping up to make a strong tackle after only a couple of yards, and that's going to make it fourth and extremely low, fourth and 12, as it looks like that uh, Green Hill will bring on their punting formation.
2: One good thing has been happening is as they've been pushing us down the field, we have not given up a big play yet. It's been averaging five, six to eight yards, but they haven't given up a big play. And when we got that, when they ended up with third and long, they tried to pass it, and we were able to get that sack. So,
1: Well, that was the first time that they looked to throw the ball the whole night, and uh, it didn't work. <laughs> so maybe they're going to stick with the uh, Now, here's the Green Hill trying to get the pinnace back deep as uh, receivers are back there, and it goes into the end zone. What do they do? Yeah, (laughs) touchback. Wow. Thank goodness. They They had good coverage on that. They did have good coverage, but that ball just kind of took off under that – defender there that was trying to down it inside the 5 yard line but thankfully uh, it goes into the end zone for a touchback. so Columbia will take over on their own 20 yard line first and 10 so finally we get a hold on defense
2: that may be the break we need right now because we've been trading offensive drives with them right now we got a defensive hold now if we can get two scores up the, and then continue to not give up a big play, make them drive a long ways to score, then we'll be back in control of this game.
1: Well, let's hope we drive a long way, at least yes. 80 right here. It, either I'll take it in this one play or if it takes 10, whatever it takes. Let's get into the end zone. Here's Elselton. He's going to hand it off to McCoy right around the up the middle, and he breaks out to the outside looking for room out there and not going to find any. Actually, looks like he's going to lose yardage. He's going to go out of bounds, finally, at about the 19. Could be the 18-yard line is where they're going to spot it. So a loss of two on the play, second and 12 for the Lions. As the clock continues to run now, all this running that we're doing, this clock is running fast. It's five minutes, 50 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Columbia leading 14-7 over Green Hill here's also to the under center got Caden McCoy is a tailback, here comes Christian Biggers, the jet sweep around to the right side looking for room, he can't quite find it and he loses his footing as he picks up maybe one yard on the play so that's going to make it third and 11 so we got to have a good play right here guys to get us out of this little hole
2: we've been trading their steady drives for big plays and it's time. it's time we get one, we need a we need a huge play here to get us out of this hole and uh, take advantage of their defensive stop.
1: I can imagine this is going to be a passing situation for the Lions as they bring in uh, an extra receiver, Bubba Perkins. Jordan Davis is in there. Q Martin, Caden McCoy, and, of course, Jace Hova at tight end. And he's rolling around to his right, throwing deep, looking for Hope way downfield, but over his head, incomplete. That's going to bring on fourth down and eleven for the Lions, and a punting situation that we were hoping not to get into. hadn't talked about this, but Luke Carnahan, who uh, or Austin Carnahan, who had been our long snapper for the last couple of games, is out tonight with a, with an illness, and uh, so Lewis. Hopefully, is going to give us a good snap right here. It's back to back to Lewis for the snap, and this has been a, an issue all season long for that long snapper position. So here we are, and there is the snap. It's kind of high, but he still gets it and gets away with it. Gets away with a punt, a great punt at that, as uh, a fair catch is caught at the forty. 40- six-yard line no there was a lot of a crowd over here on the home side was hoping that was going to be kind of interference on the fair catch but uh, no flag no call so the uh, Green Hill Hawks will take over now with four minutes 37 seconds to go here in the second quarter it'll be first and ten for them at their own 46 yard line so let's hope this defense can hold hold again right here get a get a three and out for themselves Here's Mahoney. He's going to hand off. No, a reverse this time uh, around the right side. And there was Antoine Moore was there, but he gets by him. He's still on his feet, crosses midfield all the way down to inside the 40-yard line of Columbia. Goes that star uh, running back for them, Caleb Carver. We haven't called his name yet, but he has been quite a player for the Hawks all season long and last year as well, an impact player. And he runs it all the way inside the 40 now handing off and there's finally a great hit by who is that that is Malik Smith from his defensive end position finally that's the best defensive play we've seen kind of all night on that running attack of the Hawks as he meets uh, back uh, Lamberth right at the line of scrimmage maybe they're going to give him a yard so they'll spot it at, at the 37 yard line of Columbia where it'll be second and nine Mahoney in the shotgun. Lambert right behind him. He's gonna hand it off to him around the right side. He's got room. He gets five, six yards on that play all the way down to the 30-yard line of Columbia. We're to make it third and short, third and one, as the clock continues now with three minutes, 25 seconds to go here until halftime. Don't gong guys, we gotta stop this.
4: Checking in with Sean
1: Mahoney in the shotgun, third and one. Sets up to get the call from the sideline, changes the call. And there he goes. He's just going to hand it to Lamberth. He's got the first down and more, and still on his feet, still pushing it all the way inside the 20-yard line of Columbia, down to the 19, where it'll be first and 10 for the Hawks. Columbia leading, still 14-7, to 7, but the Hawks are driving, and here comes Lambert off the sideline. He's got somewhat of a limp as he comes trotting off the sideline. Mahoney now gets his team in the huddle. Here we go. First and 10 at the Columbia 19-yard line. Mahoney sets up. He's got Duffy there on his left hip. Mahoney takes a snap. Going to get the Duffy right there in the middle. Nowhere to go. Is Siante uh, Morris is making an impact here in this second quarter as he st- he stops the the running back Duffy for no gain on the play. Second and ten.
5: Something
4: happened.
1: Uh, all right, there we go. Now I can hear. So, second and 10 from the 19. No gain on that last play. And he's going to give it to. No, he's going to pass it. The ball's on the ground. That ball hit the ground. It's incomplete. Incomplete pass there as uh, Lambreth was trying to reach to his wide receiver all the way out here to the left. uh, As Carver was. He picks it up on one bounce and took off running. And. Um, it looked like a
2: bouncing, looked like a bouncing uh, play, like a trick play. They were trying to do a bounce and get us to relax, but uh, it didn't work. And it was actually a forward pass.
1: So that brings up that brings up third. Uh, <clears throat> third and 10 with a minute 41 seconds to go here until halftime for the Hawks at the 19-yard line of Columbia Mahoney at quarterback in the shotgun he's looking to throw rolling to his left being pressured and now he's throwing into the end zone man all alone touchdown Green Hill I couldn't see who that was I guess it's Carver that makes the touchdown as he was all alone in the back of the end zone as uh, Mahoney just rolls out to his left and uh, waits and, and and avoided the pressure that he was being pressured in the pocket. Steps up, makes that throw, 14-13 now. Columbia still leading pending this extra point for the Hawks.
2: Obviously a busted coverage and the, the safety came up when he saw him roll and the and, uh, receiver got behind him.
1: Here's the extra point attempt, the set, the kick, and it is good. So we are tied once again with a minute 35 seconds to go here in this second quarter at Green Hill High School in Mount Juliet, Tennessee. A minute 35 to go. We'll take a quick timeout and tell you you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front
5: Porch Sports Radio Network.
1: And welcome back to Green County, I keep saying Green County, to Green Hill High School here in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, as uh, the Hawks have just tied up this ball game with a minute 35 to go until the halftime, 14 all here at Green Hill High School. Brand new high school facility, a beautiful, uh, beautiful high school here off of Highway 70 here in Mount Juliet, just an extraordinary uh, campus that they've got here in place and um, hopefully we can kind of answer here. We've just got a minute and a half to go, but uh, hopefully we've got something special for him. Maybe we can run this kick back. So here's the kick going to go deep. McCoy, or is that ball going to go out of bounds? Yes. And there's a flag, and we'll get the ball now on the 35-yard line is where Columbia will take over first and 10 here with a minute 35 to go until halftime. All tied up, 14-all here in Mount Juliet. Terry, you've got the stats on that scoring. Line. I
3: sure do. Green Hills went uh, 54 yards in seven plays, ending up with a 19 yard catch from Carver. And it was 14 to 14. Took three minutes and two seconds off the clock. Minute 35 left in the half.
1: Very good. Thank you, Terry. <clears throat> so here come the Lions up to the line of scrimmage, first and 10 at the 35 yard line. They'll mark the ball on the near side hash mark. Ussleton under center. There's Biggers and and Jordan Davis, or excuse me, Q Martin. But Luke usselton looking to throw. He finds uh, McCoy, but a flag, flag thrown in the backfield, and McCoy goes all the way across midfield before he's finally run out of bounds at the 45-yard line of the Hawks. But looks like that one's going to come back, probably a hold. Not sure who that was, but it was thrown very quick. There's the signal from the referee holding against Columbia. Didn't need that after having that great start the, the, Well, with the field position at the 35. That backs us up now to the 25-yard line, where it will be first and 20 for the Lions. Minute 26 to go until halftime. Two timeouts left for the Lions. Three timeouts left for the Hawks.
2: big thing here now is not to give up a big turnover down this deep.
1: So here's Alselton under center. Now I thought they were stopping play again, but they haven't. Alselton under center going to fake it to Q Martin. Now he's rolling to his right looking to throw, and he's going to throw way downfield looking for Jordan Davis, but incomplete way over his head as Davis was trying to Get past his defender at the 40-yard line of the Hawks, but to no avail. No inco- incomplete pass. That'll make it second and 20. Does stop the clock with a minute 13 to go until halftime. All tied up here at Green Hill, 14 all.
2: Look like Davis had a step on his on the defender. He just uh, wasn't able to get the pass close enough to him to be able to adjust to it.
1: Yeah, he did. He let that ball go, but uh, and Davis, like you said, did have a step, but. It was just way over his head. So Davis this time goes wide to his left. Q. Martin, Christian Biggers are at their wingback positions. Caden McCoy, and there's a, uh, they're going to give it to McCoy, or excuse me, to Q. Martin right up the middle for that kind of the little trap play right up the middle, but to know where it was going. He might have got a yard on the play before he stopped, and there goes a timeout. I imagine that's going to be Green Hill, right? Because it's going yes. to make it third and 18 from the Columbia. Where are they spotting that ball now? The Columbia 27-yard line is where where Green Hill is hoping to, they use the first of their three timeouts. So both teams with two timeouts as the clock stopped with exactly one minute to go here until halftime.
2: Yeah, we were trying to, we were kind of, we ran that, they call it a, a Sally play. And uh, we were trying to run, hoping that they would over-pursue over, over pursue the rollout to the right and the sweep look to the right and run back underneath the left. Uh, their backside, outside linebacker did a good job staying home and, and uh, sealing off the play.
1: Very good. So both teams, uh, good offensive uh, performances here in the first half of play. Pretty even, obviously. We're all tied up, 14-all, as uh, Columbia hopefully can try to convert the first down here and not give the ball up to Green Hill in this last minute of play here until halftime. Big crowd here on the Green Hill side and Columbia's fans have have filed in across the way. It's kind of hard to see them over there. They're in the dark, but here's Hustleton under center. He's faking the, the handoff, he's looking deep. He's got a man, but incomplete again, trying to reach Jordan Davis on the far sideline. That wouldn't have been a first down anyway, but uh, so that's gonna bring on a punting situation and it saves a timeout for Green Hill as that incomplete pass stops the clock. So punting formation for the Lions at their own 36 yard line, or excuse me, the 26 yard line is where they're facing fourth and 18. And back deep and standing at his 40 is Duffy for the Hawks. There was a snap, bad snap, and Hatton still somehow gets the ball away. That hit somebody. That might have hit that player, but it didn't. Going to get a Columbia roll all the way down to the 31-yard line. Actually, at the 30-yard line is where they'll spot it down. So uh, another almost. <laughs> Max almost did a
2: great job of knocking the ball down and, and then picking uh, getting, it up, pick, getting getting to it, and uh, getting the kick away.
1: Yeah, for sure. We got we we dodged a bullet right there. So 40 seconds to go. Green Hill gets the ball at their own 31-yard line. They've got two timeouts to work with as uh, our defense really needs to step up. And actually, they need to cause a turnover right here. They haven't had a turnover. They need to cause one right here and make sure nobody gets behind them. Because yeah, they don't want to
2: give up a big play right here.
1: Mahoney is definitely going to be looking to throw it, I would imagine, even though they've had success running it. And he is—he's set out to throw. He's being pressured. Run out of the pocket. There's holding, and he does a little shuttle pass. And he's running back gets uh, gets out of bounds. That's Nordstrom who comes on the far side after picking up about four yards on the play. Is where they'll spot the ball at the twenty at the thirty-five yard line of the Hawks. Is there a flag? There is a flag. They've got a personal foul. On the on the green hill, I'm not sure what that, is that what that is. That's not what a helmet. to helmet. It's he said personal foul, foul. and then lift. Well, I put I've, his both hands together. I've, I thought this was. I've COVID.
2: never seen. Yeah, I've never seen that signal before. <laughs>
1: There he is. Let's see. He does it again. Yeah, he does it again. Puts both fists together right in the middle after he calls the personal foul. So backs him up 15 yards with 32 seconds to go here until halftime.
2: The only thing I can figure is that that's an illegal crackback, but that's I've never seen that signal used.
1: That backs him up to the 20-yard line. As Mahoney now rolls to his right, looking throws, got a man open on the far sideline, but immediately Adrian Hidalgo makes the stop. A minimal gain on there. Is they'll need to use a timeout, I would say. But they He kept him inbound so the clock's
2: running. Yeah, that's that's gonna, to our advantage.
1: Yeah, well, I would have called a timeout, but they're not. 15 now inside, 12 seconds to go. Clock's still running. They're going to be content, I guess, just to let this clock run out. Down to five. And that's what's going to happen. So it's going to end up being a tie ball game here at halftime, and a great game it is. And we want to remind you that at halftime, we'll join J.P. Plant and TriStar Friday Night Live right here on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. But, guys, uh, a pretty even matchup here at halftime, 14-14 to 14 at Green Hill.
2: Looks like right now when uh – the team that's going to end up winning this game is the one who's going to be able to make the best defensive adjustments to what the offenses are doing. Green Hills is just methodically pushing us down the field uh, six, eight yards at a time, and we're not able to to stop them on a consistent basis. When they go away from that play, is when we're actually uh, making the plays to stop them. On the other hand, uh, Central is is getting stymied a little bit at the line of scrimmage, but we're able to make big plays for first downs on. On second and third down, and able to uh, to, to keep our, our drives moving and score well enough to
1: keep up with them. All right, Terry, I'm not sure if you've gotten your stats there yet, but uh, we've got just a, yeah, if you do, go right ahead because we'll join JP at the top of the hour. Absolutely, for, for their segment. For
3: Green Hills, they've had 117 yards rushing already, 21 passing. And uh, for Columbia, 83 rushing and I mean, 38 yards through the air. So,
1: very good. Thank very good. you, Terry. Appreciate that. And uh, so it's fourteen to fourteen here at halftime, and we will join after the breaks. We'll join uh, JP for TriStar Friday Night Live to get you up to speed on what else is taking place across not only our region but across the state. So, thank you for folks for listening to Columbia Central
5: Lions Football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Hey folks, it's Chandler Anderson from the Right Care Primary Care and Pediatric Clinic. Folks, we are open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Thursday. We provide pediatric care, primary care, and even urgent care if you need to get in during those hours. Our provider there is Kelly Kelly. She does DOT exams as well as well woman exams, and she does our pediatric well child physicals. So, folks, if you're looking for the right care and a provider that's not going anywhere, come see us at the Right Care Primary Care.
8: Night Live is brought to you in part by the U.S. Army. In the boots of a U.S. Army soldier, you'll move forward in your career and make a real difference in the world find the right fit with more than 150 occupational specialties learn more at usarmy.com and the tennessee highway safety office reminding you booze it and lose it the bad decision to drive drunk will land you in jail and by wilson bank and trust visit wilsonbankandtrust.com for more details wilson bank and trust proud supporter of high school sports
6: Welcome back in at the top of the hour. George Plaster, J.P. Plant with you. As we welcome you to TriStar Friday Night Live, a lot of the Middle Tennessee games are at halftime. In the Eastern time zone, a lot of them have gotten into the fourth quarter, including the big showdown between Maryville and Alcoa. First, let's get you a scoreboard update from J.P. Plant. And then we'll talk to the guru Murphy Fair, who's in the on deck circle.
8: With the latest scores you care about, here is a Wilson Bank and Trust scoreboard update.
0: All right, uh, some of our games in Middle Tennessee of note: uh, we've got Lebanon leading at Siegel seven to nothing, second quarter. Watertown up seven nothing at DeKalb County. Elsewhere, Portland up on White House 20-14. Pardon me, it is Station Camp 14-0 up on Gallatin. Shelbyville down by a point at Riverdale. Second quarter, 7-6, your score there. Wilson Central up 7-6 at Springfield. That at the half. It is Dixon County leading Clarksville 10-7. And that is a second-quarter score. Clarksville Academy up big on Tennessee Heat, 52 to nothing. late in the second. 19-7 your score, Kenwood over West Creek. That's a first-quarter score. Rossview uh, at the half now, leading Northeast 27-14. to 14. Green Hill and Columbia Central tied at 7. That's late in the first half. Franklin Road Academy has uh, scored back-to-back touchdowns. They lead by 14 now, 21-7 at home versus columbia academy dca 21 to 14 up at white house heritage it is uh, pope prep 14 to 10 leading independence that in the second quarter also in the second cpa shutting out nba 14 to nothing and harpeth at sycamore 14 to nothing
8: There's only one, the guru, and he shares his knowledge exclusively on TriStar Friday Night Live, presented by the U.S. Army and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Time for class with Murphy Fair. Here's George Plaster.
6: Hello, guru. How are you tonight?
9: All right, I'm the teacher. You better spit that gum out of your mouth right now.
6: (laughs) Absolutely, or I'll get demerits, and I'm certainly used to that. So, Murphy, tell people where you are and what you've been watching. Well, I'm on 840
9: now, I headed to the house, but I have been at Fairview High School in northern Williamson County. Great ball game. They're playing the Chargers, the Westview High School, whose quarterback is committed to play at the University of Alabama last year. And Believe you me, George, he's the real deal. Uh, I knew he could throw the football, but I swear he looked like Fran Parkinson in the background, in the backfield. He is uh, scampering from one sideline to the other and has good speed, throws a pretty ball. He really does. His team is up 13-7 to 7 over Fairview. Fairview was first to score, went up 7 to nothing. Then uh, Westview came back, and uh, even the game at 7, they had since kicked a couple of field goals. Nothing terribly long, probably in the 35-40 to 40 yard range, uh, but a really good ball game. A good crowd on hand uh, on both sides of the field. Uh, It looks like it might be one that goes right down to the wire. Chris Hughes and company uh, leading the Fairview attack. And the head coach at Westview, a lot of listeners might remember Jared Neal, a quarterback at Beach five or six years ago, maybe six or seven. But he's the head football coach. So uh, uh, Ty Simpson learning from one of the best. If his dad is the head coach at UT Martin, isn't uh, instructing him well, certainly is think so did
6: so Murphy I don't know how much you've been able to uh pay attention to this but Maryville jumped all over Alcoa 17 to nothing and it seemed to me Alcoa had one of two choices they could either just lay down give up and get blown out or fight back and that's exactly what they've done and going to the fourth quarter they've cut the lead to 20 to 13. You know that's got to make Gary uh, Rankin feel good. Oh,
9: absolutely. Uh, without a doubt. I I dare say you won't ever see a Gary Rankin team quit. Hard uh, effort from the opening to the floor. And, uh, I, I, You don't see them down often, but it's not like they don't know what to do. They just uh, tighten that strap on the helmet, pinch up their belt and uh, get a little harder, and it sounds like that's what they've done.
0: And, and guys, while you're talking about that, I've got an update. Alcoa has tied this game with 9.54 to go. It is 20 to 20-20 uh, at
6: Alcoa. Oh wow. oh, wow. Wow.
9: Doesn't get any better than that. Uh, that's going to be nine exciting minutes of football, no doubt.
6: And perhaps more than that, uh, Murphy CPA uh, an early fourteen nothing lead at home against MBA. Um, that that's if that's the case, if that holds, well that would be big stuff for Engel Martin and his school.
9: Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. And all along, I thought that team had really good quarterbacks. But it sounds to me like the difference in the ball game is the CPA defense. Uh, to shut NBA out uh, for two quarters, the first two quarters of the game, uh, that takes them some doing. And obviously, uh, Engel Martin and company have uh, scouted NBA well, and uh, apparently they haven't seen many surprises and have been able to thwart any serious uh, attack that the Big Red may have had.
6: Well, and you know their home crowd has got to be loving this. Uh, JP, I'll kind of throw it at you. Um, I know you were about to give me a bunch of signals there, so uh, tell me where we're going.
0: Well, you can continue to talk. Uh, while you guys are listening, um, you mentioned CPA and NBA, that has now gone to half. It's 17 to nothing. CPA wow. up on NBA in that game. Uh, and uh, they're in a timeout. Uh, Maryville and Alcoa again tied at twenty with nine fifty-four to go in that game. A couple of other uh, scores uh, in D two C A K up on Boyd Buchanan twenty six twenty one, um, and Christian Brothers uh, easily handling White Station tonight thirty five to six. And let's see, a tight one Trinity Christian twenty to fourteen. Over Union City and Murphy again. That uh, I think we were all looking at from West Tennessee. Uh, second quarter is the last score we have here. Lausanne leading at Bartlett twenty-one to nothing.
9: Wow, that's a uh, that's a really big deal right there. Uh, Bartlett, one of two high schools in Shelby County that has over three thousand students, and uh, they had uh, they they picked up a new head coach. Last year, and I think he came in and played a bunch of young kids. Uh, they didn't do anything exceptional last year, but they're playing very well this year. And uh, for them to, to be up uh, to be down that far, uh, that just tells me that Kevin LaCastro has got another really good team in Lausanne. Uh, a team that I think has an excellent chance of being one of the two Division 2 AA teams to be playing in Chattanooga. Uh, when it's Blue Cross Bowl time. They've got a, a really good uh, really good football team, really good program there. It's right in the middle of an old, established, uh, fairly well-to-do neighborhood uh, just off 4th Avenue in, in Memphis. And uh, I'm sure some of our listeners remember a running back at Tennessee last year named Eric Gray, a sensational player who, through the portal, is now playing at Oklahoma, uh, but he was he was uh, as big a part of UT's offense last year uh, as anyone. And he played his high school football at Lausanne and ended up winning a Mr. Football award. Uh, really, hey Murphy, hang,
6: hang in there, Murphy. Hang in there for just a second. For those stations sure. who are just joining us, this is TriStar Friday Night Live. Your game may well be at halftime. The big one across the state has gotten really tight. Maryville and Alcoa tied at 20 with about nine minutes left in that game. The guru of high school football in the state of Tennessee, Murphy Fair, is on the line with us. Murphy didn't mean to butt in, so. No, that's fine. Oh,
0: hold on a second. I'm, yes? getting another, I'm getting
6: another one of these little whatevers.
0: Well, while you were mentioning that, Maryville has now gone back on top, 27-20 to 20 with 8.08 to go. So Maryville has answered, and they retake the lead. Wow, that didn't wow. take long.
9: This is so cool, being able to tell people from one end of the state to the other what's going on in some of the biggest games in the state. You don't have to wait until 11 o'clock or tomorrow morning to find out who won the big ball game. We're keeping you in touch on games from Bartlett to Alcoa.
6: Oh, well said. Nice, uh, nice stuff there. There you go. And, and go guys, uh,
0: yeah, while, uh, we've got uh, perhaps a couple of affiliates with us, let's uh, do a quick Wilson bank and trust scoreboard. And, uh, Murphy, this will give you something to, uh, to think about as uh, as we move forward. So, let's uh let's get right to it here. We will once I take that out. <laughs> Maryville is so we're we're going to have to go to that game here in just a bit, but uh
6: Oh, hey, listen, yeah. we may get a season ticket on That's that. That's right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Real quickly, guys, let me get some of these scores here. Harp 20-0 over Sycamore. It is CPA 17-0 over NBA at the half. Summit up big on Blackman now 35-7. Pope Prep 14-10 over Independence. It is White House Heritage trailing DCA 28-14. FRA 28-7 over Columbia Academy. Columbia Central and Greenhill tied at the half now 14-14. They both have added a touchdown there. Rossview. Leading at Northeast, 27-14. Kenwood, 19-7 over West Creek. Clarksville Academy, 59-0 over Tennessee Heat. That in the second. Third quarter action. Clarksville now up on Dixon County, 14-10. Wilson Central, 7-6 at the half. They lead at Springfield. Riverdale, 7-6 leading over Shelbyville. It is Siegel trailing to Lebanon, 7-0 second quarter action. Station camp shutting out Gallatin 14 to nothing. It is Portland 20 to 14 over White House. Uh, it is Watertown leading DeKalb County 7 to nothing. Those are your Wilson Bacon Trust scores at uh, this point. I'll keep tabs so on that very We've got
6: this. Uh, we've got this. Uh, yeah. T- tell me what's going on there. Still 27 20.
0: Still 27 to 20 in uh, that one, and uh, I'll uh, I'll cue that up in my ear, and if something
6: happens, I'll let you know. Okay. Uh, Murphy, uh, you, you've heard some of the scores. Anything else uh, you'd like to comment on?
9: Well, one of the ones that kind of stands out in my mind is Station Camp. Uh, the Bison, not Bison, but Bison as a group, uh, really struggled last year. we're not ten, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, maybe that was two years ago at any rate. Um, Coach Alexander, who played his uh, high school ball at Gallatin, played collegiately at Tennessee State and was in the NFL for 10 or 12 years, has returned home to uh, uh, revitalize, if you will, that station camp program. And uh, for them to be up on Gallatin, uh, I think says, says quite a bit. Gallatin's got a very good football team. They've got a great tradition. And, uh...
0: Columbia Central Lions football on WKRM is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems, Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin Kubota, Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Bedrich and CSH Incorporated, Brown's Body Shop, Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marts, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company. Here's Lee Maddox.
1: Welcome back to Green Hill High School, everyone, in Mount Juliet, Tennessee, as we've got a great ball game here in the second half, getting ready to set to kick off here. As both teams are back on the field in a 14 all game. Uh, fellas, it was a, a very, uh, b- very balanced game so far. We're obviously tied at 14 all, and uh, we're going to see who's going to want it the most. That's what it all comes down to, and uh, I don't know.
2: Yeah, as, as, uh, as I said uh, right at the end of the half, uh the team that's going to win this is probably going to be the team that makes the best defensive adjustments to whatever their opponent's doing. We've got to, we've got to do something to stop their base power play. Uh, they're just gashing us uh, off tackle and inside the tackle. And uh, we're, we're hurting them with the big play, uh, either the, the reverse, the, the excuse me, the, the, the counter play or the, the play-action pass off of that and uh, so they're going to have to make some adjustment to that. Whoever makes that best adjustment is probably going to be the one that comes out with the win on this game.
1: Very good. So both teams again are, are, are have been kind of doing their warm-ups here as they've come back out of the, uh, halftime from the locker rooms. I'd just be interested to know what our coaches shared with our players to try to get things turned around uh, to hopefully back on our side because they're going to start right here. Green Hill is going to be set to get the ball first as uh, Columbia started out the game, went down, right downfield on their first drive, their first possession to make it seven to nothing on that 50 yard run by Caden McCoy and uh, on that five play 66 yard and then the Hawks turned right around on a 12 play drive went 68 yards just methodically right down the field really never throwing the ball once they uh, handed, handed it off every time so Terry you've got those stats again right can you give them to I'm us one more time
3: absolutely uh, Green Hills, obviously, rushing was the name of the game. Uh, they had 117 yards rushing, only 21 passing, So, but they did have the one big touchdown on the 19-yarder. They only had 21 yards total passing, but 19 of them on that one play. And Mr. Lambert has uh, rushed the ball 15 times uh, for 87 yards. He's kind of been their big play guy. And, uh, for you know, for Columbia... Uh, McCoy obviously with that 53 yarder early on uh, he has total of 64 on six carries and uh, and our quarterback ausselton uh, started out hot three in a row but then he missed his last four so got to turn that around Jace Hoth, two great catches for 23 yards and uh, McCoy had one for 15 so so overall yeah there's about 15 yards difference in offense which explains why the score is 14 to 14.
1: Very even, evenly played game so yep. far, for sure. As Max Patton is uh, waiting to get the get the ball from the, the referee to start this uh, third quarter of play here at Green Hill High School. Again, uh, just a beautiful facility. A great night for football. The temperature is just right. Uh, it's not, not not what it's been being. what we've had for the first three games of the season. Almost a touch of fall in the air. And Here's Max Patton approaching the ball, and he's going to kick it line drive, and it's going to go down to the 20 is where uh, Duffy will pick it up at the 17 and he's still on his feet across the 30, now the 40, and before he's finally knocked out of bounds, looks like Max Patton made the hit out of bounds to finally get him, and that's going to give the Hawks very good field position to start this third quarter as they'll mark him out of bounds, still waiting on the spot. There it is at the 47-yard line. Now there's a frog oh, get come in. Where did that flag come from? Came from this sideline. Side side judge. That's in the backfield of of the Hawks. Let's see what he's going to say. Side line line. warning. So that's just a warning. That's not going to be a unless they've already given them a warning.
2: I haven't. I think that's their first
1: one. Some of the some of the hawk players are backing up like they thought it was yes. going to be yeah. backing up, but they're going to spot the ball at the forty seven yard line is where they'll start it first and ten. Cade Mahoney, the talented junior quarterback for the Hawks, is in his shotgun position, and he's got Brax Lambert, a pretty good running back. You said eighty seven yards already. Eighty seven in on the first half
3: on the fifteen carries.
1: So. We've got to do something with our front our front defensive linemen as well as our linebackers have got to stop this because you would think if that worked for them the first half, they're going to try to go right at it again, and there's the handoff right up the middle, and he's got room. He's gone for 10, 15, 15 yards on the play or 14 yards. They'll give him up to the 40-yard line of Columbia already goes Brax Lamberth, so that puts him close to 100 yards already on the night.
3: It, it puts them up just over. Great job by Great vision by 104.
1: Just underway, first and ten for the Hawks at the Columbia 40-yard line.
2: All they're doing they're not really just overpowering us, just walling us off from making the play on them.
1: Great job by that offensive lineman from for the Hawks and they're gonna hand it right off to, to Lambert right up the middle, and he goes for five. Down to the 35. Of Columbia so it'll be second and five from there just underway here in the third quarter of play at Green Hill High School in Mount Juliet Tennessee all tied up 14 off
3: he's getting he's getting five yards down the field before anybody touches him. I'm not understanding that, where our linebackers
1: are. They're just getting to our linebackers, apparently. Going to hand it off again right there in the middle. And finally, Watson, Harvey, and Joseph. Balls on the ground. Balls on the ground, but recovered, looks like, by Green Hill. And that's going to make enough for another first down for the Hawks as uh, Jace Hoth and Whaley were finally in on the stop. But again, another first down run, another five-yard pickup. Uh, By Lambert right up the middle and finally he comes off the field to get a breather We've got to do something to stop this so And coming in to take his place is that Nico Duffy he's a sophomore Lining up on the left hip of Cade Mahoney First and ten, going to give it to Duffy right up the middle, and he's finally hit right there immediately by Tristan Harden, that big sophomore defensive lineman for the Lions, uh, 5'10", 270 pounds. Uh, but he did yep. get a yard and a half, at least on that gear, too. It looks like they've given him a lot more than that, two yards, at least so it'll be second and eight from the Columbia 28-yard line. Again, just underway, the opening drive of the third quarter. As the Green Hill looking to get into the end zone, but we've got to make a stop. Here's Duffy getting the ball on the left side, and he's going to get racked up by, uh, not sure who that was. I think it's our cornerback.
3: Number 88?
1: No, that's, that is, uh, oh, that's Jay Frierson. That's Jay Frierson, and he's wearing number 21 jersey now from his cornerback position. So still picks up five yards, right? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now, if we can force a mistake here. Third and five from the Columbia 25-yard line. And there's offside (laughs) on Cianté Morris. Runs across the line too quickly. And going to be five marked off against the Lions. So they'll spot it now at the 20-yard line. And and that's going to be are they going to call it a first now
4: nope.
1: yep they're calling it at first and 10 from the columbia 20-yard line so that's something that we can't let, let happen
2: yeah they're, they're having enough success on offense we don't need to be giving them yards
1: seante moore's lining up at kind of an outside linebacker just came rushing in there, trying to do something to stop it they're handing off again and finally stop lincoln english comes up from his safety position <laughs> Excuse me. To make the stop uh, after about a two or three yard pickup on the play, about a two yard pickup, so it'll be second and eight from inside the twenty. Uh, at the they'll mark it now at the seventeen yard line of the Lions.
2: Yeah, just got to be careful. Their safety's coming up that quick to make run stops, not to get messed up with the, or not to get fooled by play action.
1: Lambert back in the game. They're going to hand it right off to him. He's up the middle and he's got a hole. He's going all the way to the end zone touchdown, just like that, Green Hill, they take their first lead of the game, now at 20-14 to with 8 minutes, 21 seconds to go here in the third quarter, so Green Hill just doing what they did the whole first half, just running the ball right at the Lions, the Lions not able to answer, not able to stop them at all.
2: Right now it just looks like our defensive tackles are on roller skates, they're being pushed back 5 and 10 yards each play. And they're, and they're getting in the way of the linebackers and making plays. We've got to do something to stop that,
1: that push. Crickmar on for the extra point of tip. Here's the snap, the set, the kick, and it is good. So there's timeout on the field. Eight minutes, 21 seconds to go here in the third quarter. New score as Green Hill takes their first lead of the game. They're 21, Columbia 14. Hopefully the Lions will be able to answer right after we come back from this break. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
9: Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy.
1: Welcome back to Green Hill High School as uh, we just really underway here in the third quarter at Mount Juliet. And uh, Terry, what's the scoring status there? The summary.
3: Yeah, it was a 17-yard run to end the play by Lamberts. Uh, they went 53 yards in eight plays, took three minutes and 39 seconds off the clock. It is 21 to 14, Green Hill at 8:21 left in the third quarter.
1: So we've got to answer. Here's the kick after that kick, after that touchdown, a high kick. It's going to go to, oh, nobody took it. And now Q. Martin finally takes it at his five, seven-yard line. He's looking for blockers, and he's got some room around the left side if he can just get turned around. And finally, uh, he makes something out of nothing. Both of the, live, both of the deep back uh, receivers there, just not sure who was going to take it. And they both decided that the other one was going to take it. And that ball just kind of dropped and set there at the, about the 7-yard line. Q. Martin finally picks uh, it up, and he gets it all the way be- Oh, no, another flag. flag. That's going to be a block in the back, right? And so. the
3: clock continued to run during...
1: He's, he got it back all the way up close to the 30-yard line before he was finally brought down, but now that flag is thrown at the about the 18-yard line. So what was that call? I didn't see it. Block in the back. Block the back. Illegal block, yeah. So the they're going to back it all the way up to the 4-yard line is where Columbia will take over first and 10, 7 minutes, 58 seconds to go. They're down 21 the to 14.
2: I think that's and actually the 9-yard line, guys.
1: Yeah, they're at the nine. First and ten at the nine-yard line. Hustleton under center. He's going to give to Martin in the jet sweep. Martin looking, that's Biggers on the right side. He gets breaks around the right side of the, the defenders and gets pretty good yardage there. Picks up six yards before he's finally brought down. It'll make it second and four for the Lions. So a good pickup, maybe seven on the play, second and three. So a good run there by Biggers picking his way around the right side. They yeah, were able
2: to seal off their penetration this time, and they can get on the corner.
1: So we need to keep this going and answer, answer this touchdown drive that the Green Hills started out the third quarter with. There goes Martin, and he's going to hand it off right up the middle to McCoy. And McCoy, not much room there. He gets maybe a yard before he's brought down in the middle of that defensive front line for the Green Hill Hawks. That'll make it uh, – he did get two yards maybe. Oh, no, they're saying we got a first down. So he did get enough for the first down. Great job! I didn't, I didn't anticipate that he got three yards, but he got them first and first and ten, just inside the twenty yard line at the nineteen of Columbia. Clock runs under seven minutes now to go here in the third quarter. Columbia down twenty-one to fourteen to the Hawks. Usselton under center, two wing backs, and Caden McCoy at his back. There goes Martin in the jet sweep around the left side. He's looking for room and not much there, and he's gonna get stacked up and brought down for a loss of about three on the play as they was they were just anticipating that.
2: Yeah, the outside linebacker and the corner both got away from their blockers and were able to seal off the play before he gave before he could turn the corner.
1: That's been our bread and butter play uh, pretty much for several games now, and looks like Green Hill has got kind of an eye for that, so hopefully we can bring bring some kind of wrinkle out of that, and so a loss of two on the play, it's going to be second and 12, there's Uselton looking to throw, rolling around his right, he's got a man open, and he Uh-oh. drops him, Caden McCoy came out of his backfield position and had the ball, had it was all alone, and just... Just a good pass. Just drop the ball.
3: Yeah, that's two drop passes we've had. Other one a little harder, but this one he definitely should have caught. Yeah, he had
2: a yeah. little room there. Yeah, to, can't can't to make run. mistakes. Yeah, ran the bootleg off of the wing, off the buck sweep look, and uh, he was wide, wide open. Wouldn't anybody within. Eight yards of him.
1: He would have probably gotten his first down, at least, if not more. Just turned up the
2: field too quick.
1: He's a speedster for sure. So now we're in a hole, third and 13 from the Lions' 16-yard line. There goes Martin in the motion. Usselton rolling around to his right, looking to throw. Same play. He throws it back to Caden McCoy. He's got it this time across the 30. He gets his first down before he gets knocked out of bounds at about the 35-yard line of the Lions. So uh, they just ran the same play <laughs> he
2: Just come back. If it worked, if it worked, try it again.
1: Yeah, he is so fast that it's hard to keep up with him. That's that. I think that's a that's a great weapon to have either while he's either that running back or send him into into motion or send him across the middle of the field and
2: with that wing tee buck sweep look, it's it's hard to stay man to man. I think that's what they're trying to do underneath, and he's able to outrun his cover man.
1: First and ten at the Columbia thirty-five yard line. Hustleton under center. There goes Q. Martin. Oh, a ball's on the ground. Hustleton was able to get back on it, land it. He looks like he couldn't make the the connection in the center and quarterback, uh, the snap there. So they're going to lose a yard and a half on the play. That will make it second and 12 from the Columbia 33-yard line. Don't need that kind of thing to happen. So let's see what the Lions do here. Hustleton under center. There goes Martin in motion. Gonna give it to Martin this time. He's still looking for room. He's got a little room, a little crease right back up the middle, and he's gonna get his first down enough all the way up to the 46 yard line as Martin takes that jet sweep. And before uh, we, we got a flag. Oh, got no. a flag in our backfield. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.
3: Mm. Mm, mm, Nowhere mm. near the play.
1: Well, it's where he made the cut back yeah. Yeah. right there, so I uh-huh. guess that's what they're going to call. It's like it was holding the way they're
2: marking oh. it off.
4: That is the call, yeah, holding on the
1: lines. That backs us up to the 23-yard line where it will be second and 22 for the first down. Got to get it all the way up to the 45. We're at the 23, so... Mm. We keep hurting ourselves here. That was a that was a nice run by Q. Martin. Here's Usselton. He's going to do the pitch sweep to McCoy, and he's going nowhere. Actually, going to lose a yard on the play. Back to the 22. As Usselton uh, was just going to try to pit, pitch it to a sweep over there on the left side towards the Columbia bench, but uh, Green Hill was right there.
2: I'm not sure that was a design play the way it ended up being executed. Uh, Something just didn't look right about uh, about the backfield motion
1: in that. Third and twenty-three for the Lions at their own twenty-two yard line. Let's see what we can get out of this one. Lots of receivers in. There's biggers in motion. Just going to hand it off right up the middle, and there's nowhere. He is brought down. That's uh, Christian. No, that's Caden McCoy. He's just met right at the line of scrimmage. They were going to try to hand it off right up They're the middle, trying to, uh, a little bit of to quick
2: go. draw, anticipating that Green Hills would be dropping back to cover the pass on third and uh, 30, uh, third and twenty something. So uh, they are trying a quick draw to, to catch him by surprise, and they just they saw it and ate it up.
1: Oh, fourth and twenty-eight for the Lions at their own eighteen-yard line. There's the snap. Good snap this time. Max Patton trying to get a foot into it, and he does. A good punt, and that's a block in the back, and they didn't call it. And there goes Carver right up the middle of the field, and he's still on his feet down across the inside the 20-yard line down to the 17-yard line of the Lions. He took that ball on the run. It's a great punt by Max Patton, but took it at about the 48, his own 48, and he just cut right back up the middle, but it looked like a Maybe a, a illegal block that kind of broke him right immediately, but there was no flags on the field. So that defense has really got to step up right now to stop this drive. Got to have a big stand here. And we know what they're going to do. Yeah. They're going to run it right as. So here's Mahoney at his 17, first and 10. Low snap, he's going to give it to Lambert around on the left side. He's got plenty of room. He gets inside the 10. Pat gets another first down. going to get him all the way down to the six yard line. Here's where they'll mark him down before. It's going to be first and goal now. Two minutes, 50 seconds to go here in the third quarter as uh, Green Hill already scored once this quarter to go up 21 to 14. They're looking to go up a little more. There's got to be some kind of, some kind of stop here by our defense. Somehow a turnover. We're due a turnover. Let's see what they do. Here's Mahoney. There's a ball on the ground. Ball's on the ground. Mahoney just takes takes a bad snap and the ball bounces on the ground right back to him as he just falls on it. So they're gonna lose about three on the play, it looks like maybe, where it'll be second and goal. From the eleven yard line.
2: Now that's the play that's put them off schedule as long as they as long as they stay quote unquote on schedule, you know, at five and six yards. So now they're off schedule. Let's see if we can turn this over.
1: Second goal from the i are gonna call it the ten. Looks like the eleven to me. There's the snap, going to give it to Lamberth around the left side, and he is hit hard by Watson Harvey. No, it's Joseph Whaley who comes in from his linebacker position. No gain on the play or maybe even lost a yard, looks like to me. Well, no gain, they're going to say. Second, or excuse me, third and goal. No, it is. They're marking it at 11. Third and goal from the 11. Minute 30. Man, it's a quick quarter. We've already yeah. already down inside a minute and a half to go. 90 seconds to go here in the quarter. And Green Hill up 21 to 14. Here's Mahoney. we got to have another stop. He's looking to throw. Rose to his right. He's got a man wide open there, looking to get in the end zone. And it looks like that he... Is going to be short right at the one yard line, is where he is. He has stopped just short of he was trying to reach into that, into that uh, across the goal line, but he was stopped there. I couldn't make out, it is so hard to see. It's really dark from where in our position from the press box, uh, it's very hard to see across the field there. Fourth so, and goal at the one. They're going to kind of take some time. penetration
2: by our, by our defensive front this time.
1: Without a doubt. Play clock down to 10 seconds. They're going to have to hustle up to the line, and Mahoney's going to go under center. Let's see what he's going to do. And. I don't think he got it. it. I don't think, I think he got it. I think they held him out. I don't think he got he did not get it. In. He did not get it. He did not get it. They're going to mark him short of the goal line. The Columbia Lions have held. The green hill hawks at the one yard line Wow, 22 seconds to go here in the third quarter first time in the whole
2: game We've actually got penetration through the guards that time and it came at a
1: huge huge play It really did he was just going to try to hand it off I'm not sure if that was Lambert or who that he was trying to hand it off to but he did hand it off to But well, that's there was a, just nowhere to go about, about cool. as close as it can come without getting in <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's inches of the goal line. We got to get it away from there right now. Let's go 99. And I can, they are so far away from where we are, I can hardly see them. Hustleton is going to hand it off to McCoy. No, he's looking to throw. He gets yeah. the throw. Who is that? That's Jordan. No, that's Q Martin. He's at the 40. He's at the 50. Just a quick pass out the right to the side, right side of the line, down, and we've got a man down gutsy in the, play, gutsy in the call right end zone, there. but a great effort on Usselton and a great holding that line, holding. I mean, giving him time to throw the ball, and Q Martin just found his way open. I'm trying to make out who's hurt in the back of the end zone for the Lions. That is Luke Usselton, the quarterback. The quarterback, is he's on one knee right at the moment. That is the quarterback, Luke Usselton, who got the play off. Uh, beautiful I think he pass. Got,
2: I think he got hit just as he let go Bunch. of the ball, and I'm, I'm hoping it's just knocking the wind out of him.
1: Yeah, but that's going to mean he has to sit Come out, out for one play, play at least. And that Perry Bowman, I'm hoping the senior is over there warming up. I can't, like I said, it's really hard to see anything out of these windows of this press box. But now Usselton is walking off on his own as. Uh, Coaches and trainers are there helping him to the sideline. He looks like he's going to be okay, but they'll have to check him out on the sideline to see. But one play for sure he's going to have to set out, and uh, we're going to have a new quarterback to come in uh, to at least run one play. And again, ball is now spotted first and ten for the Lions at the 50-yard line, eight seconds to go here in the third quarter. That
2: was, again, real gutsy play by, by Coach Moore on, on calling that play action pass. And uh, actually caught Green Hills looking for just a, a, a base play to make some room. We've got a huge play to get us out.
1: And there is Perry Bowman, the senior for the Lions, coming in to be to the quarterback. And. Uh, Glad to see him get this opportunity. I hate to see Luke go down, and we'll, we'll check on that injury to see how serious it is. Hopefully it's not serious, but Barry Bowman definitely can handle this job. He's going to hand it off to Christian Biggers around the left side. Bigger, oh, the ball's on the ground. No, he just gets tackled yeah. for a two-yard loss as uh, Bowman just hands it off around the left side, and Biggers didn't have anywhere to go. Well, it looks like Bowman is going to stay in. Okay, that's I'm not the sure. End of the quarter. Oh, I was wondering why they're going over yeah. to the sideline, and there is a reason. The quarter's over. My goodness, that was a that quick was quarter, yes, it because was. of all the just running plays. So, uh, not much of a stoppage of the clock. So, that's that, that is the end of the third quarter, and uh, only score comes from the Green Hill Hawks as they go up twenty-one to fourteen. We'll be back with the final quarter of this ball game. As you're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Back to Green Hill High School as uh, Luke Ossleton does make it back in the ball game, and he's looking to throw. He's in green, pressure Now he's going to be forced to run, and he gets back to the 50-yard line where he'll pick up a couple of yards. So it's going to make it third and ten from there. Just underway here in the fourth quarter of play, Columbia down 21 to 14 to the Green Hill Hawks here at Mount Juliet, Tennessee. So. Uselton must be okay. He's uh, he kind of... If we stay in our
2: pattern now, we just we need a big play for about 12, 15 yards. It's, it's been our pattern. We get stymied a couple of plays, and then we were able to make a big play.
1: Uselton so. proved right there that he's going to be okay because he was going back to pass, and he scrambled out of the pocket and actually... Pulled the ball down to take off running and picked up a couple of yards there. So third and 10, he's under center. There goes Jordan Davis getting the option sweep or or the jet sweep and he's in trouble. He was gonna try to throw the ball and he's gonna lose five yards on the play. He was looking to throw on that jet sweep option there and to no avail. So that's gonna bring up a punting situation for the Lions now, fourth and 15. As uh, the ball spotted now at the Lion 45-yard line. Actually,
2: Green Hills defensive backs did a fantastic job. Uh, they stayed back deep. The the man he was trying to throw to was actually double covered, and he just didn't have anywhere to go with it.
1: And that was a new play that the, the Lions were going to try. We're, were going to try to use. And so here's the punt. Good snap. Max Patton looking to punt, and a high oh, good but one. short. Shank but a short punt, so they're going to get good field position at the 38-yard line. Of the Hawks is where they'll take over first and ten, and uh, unfortunate there. But at least uh, you know we still we proved that we can hold them. So we just need don't need to let them get this far down the field this time. Let's go three and out or get a turnover. That's exactly what needs to happen. There needs to be a turnover on this defense. I see Antoine Moore and Malik Smith uh, that are on that front line for for the Lions. And Jeravius Hall, the freshman, Levante Addison at defensive end. And those linebackers need to step up and let's get this thing turned around right here quick. Here's Cade Mahoney in the shotgun. And he's just gonna hand it off to Braxton, back Lamberth right up the middle and he goes for five. He gets another five right up the middle.
2: We still haven't been able to stop that base play consistently. And uh, it's hurting us. Uh, again, they're 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 uh, beating our tackles with single blocks.
1: They gave him six yards on the pickup. So second and four at the Hawk forty-four yard line is where Green Hill will face with nine minutes fifty seconds to go here in the ball game. They're up twenty-one to fourteen over the Lions. Here's Lambert getting the ball on the right side. He finally gets tripped up, but I think he's going to be close to another first down. He fell for two yards anyway. They hit him uh, after he crossed the line of scrimmage, but he fell two yards. As it is going to be a first down for Green Hill at the 40, at their own 49-yard line, just shy of midfield.
2: Did a better job of holding our leverage and not getting uh, pushed completely back. But again. Two or three steps is all he needs.
1: Still too much. Way too much. They're going to do it again. they got uh, nothing to
2: stop them so far.
1: Lamberth is out. This play, Duffy's in. Let's see what Mahoney's got for, got in store. He's going to give it to Duffy. And he's right around the left side, and he's got room. He's got ten. He's still on his feet. There was a face mask. Hopefully they didn't see that. No, yes,
4: they saw they, did.
1: <laughs> they saw the face mask. After he picks up 13 yards on the run over the left side of the line. Well into Columbia Territory, down to the 40, excuse me, the 38-yard line of the Lions is where the ball is stopped, and there's a personal foul, face mask on the Lions. Didn't see who that was, but I could tell that there was that's I guess that's the only way they could have got yeah. him because that boy was he was going.
2: Yeah, on that play, we tried a run stunt to try to seal off the gaps, and we just literally ran
1: past him. And that takes it all the way down to the twenty-three yard line of Columbia, where Green Hill will set up for first and ten after that big run and the big 15 yard mark off after the run. Mahoney in the gun. Gonna give to Duffy right off the middle, right up the middle. Missed there in the line of scrimmage he picks up four yards just like that five yards another five yards second and five from the 18 yard line of columbia goodness gracious they get five yards every play yeah. at least five
2: there's nothing there's nothing very imaginative about what they're doing they're just backing their ears off and running right over the us.
1: and it doesn't matter who's running the ball They're just, uh, they're two good running backs and they're following their blocks, and there's a hole right there. Here we go. There's Duffy getting the ball right up the middle. He's got five yards. First down, down to the 13 yard line is where they'll finally spot him down. It might be just short of the first. That is, No, they're going to be at the 14. He's got to get to the 13 for the first down, so it'll be third and one. Here's a chance for us to kind of get another stop.
2: If we can get the penetration we did on the fourth down play, or fourth and goal a while ago, we've got a chance on it.
1: So Lamberth back in at tailback, lined up on the hip of uh, Cade Mahoney. Third and one pocket seven minutes 40 seconds a little a little sweep around the right side got room to run and he's going to make it to the end zone that's Caleb Carver the talented wide receiver for the Green Hill Hawks as he goes 14 yards for the touchdown to make it to go up 27 now to 14 over the Lions a lot of work to be done if the Lions are going to get back in this ball game
2: Yeah, they they just had a really good play call for what we were trying to do. They knew we were going to try to, we had to do something to plug up the middle, and they just took advantage of it and ran that jet sweep, kind of a shovel pass sweep around uh, around our left side.
1: So here's Krikmar on for the extra point attempt, and there's an offsides for the Lions. As Jordan Davis just jumped the gun a little quick. They'll mark it a yard. They'll reset for the kick. Doggone it. Here we go. Here's the snap, the set, and the kick. It is no good this time. No, they're saying it's good. It looks like it's no good from here, but what do I know? A new score is 28 for the Green Hill Hawks, 14 for Columbia. Somehow they've got to get back in this ball game. 7 minutes, 33 seconds to go here in the ballgame. You're listening to Columbia Central Lions football on the Front Porch Sports Radio Network.
0: Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings call today for a free estimate sands fence company 931 309 1644 931 309 1644 hey this is lewis maddox and you're listening to the best radio in southern middle tennessee that's wkrm 103.7 fm columbia
1: welcome back to green hill high school as uh, the green hill hawks are up 28 to 14 here in the fourth quarter seven and a half minutes to go as uh, they've just kind of taken control here in this third, in the third quarter, in the beginning of the fourth quarter, is uh, they've gotten two touchdown drives, and maybe could have had another one. Here's the kick after the touchdown, going to go to Caden McCoy, I believe, on the right side. He picks it up at about the 12-yard line, still on his feet, still trying to get loose, gets across the 25. Down to the 26-yard line is where Columbia will take over 1st and 10. And they've got a lot of work to do. But, Terry, give us the scoring summary for the Green Hill Hawks.
3: And they went uh, 62 yards in five plays. Ended it with a 14-yard sweep around the right end by Carver. And the kick was good. It is 28-14 Green Hills. Uh, It took two minutes and 51 seconds off the clock. 7.24 left in the game.
1: All right, a lot of... There is there is time, but man, we gotta get a lot of we gotta get a lot of going here to to get downfield and get in the end zone. And uh looks like he's got some receivers out here. Here's Hustleton under center. He's looking to throw, got time. He's gonna give it to Q Martin in the backfield and he's face going mask. nowhere. That looked like a face mask. Yeah, he got
3: his face mask.
1: But they didn't call it. No. Nope. They didn't see it. Q Martin was gonna lose. Him gonna lose four yards as usselton was trying to look downfield but couldn't find anybody and it just drops it off to q martin there was right beside him and he had nowhere to go as well so a loss of three second and 13 as that clock just continues to roll six minutes 50 seconds to go here in the ball game columbia down 14 28 to 14
2: They know we're going to have to push it downfield a little bit, so the defensive backs are playing a little softer.
1: Here's Hustleton looking to throw. He finds his man, but no, maybe a yard pickup there with Caden McCoy on the right sideline, but just not much to talk about there. Had a guy waiting on him as soon as he caught
2: the ball. So... Yeah, this time, the outside linebacker stayed back into his pass coverage instead of coming up on the rush, and we weren't nearly as open.
1: And Columbia, that's not in any kind of hurry, doesn't look like to me, now there's a timeout by uh, Green Hill. Not sure what they saw, but maybe didn't have the right uh, the right coverage out for for that the coach is upset over here on the sideline but they quickly call a timeout and that kind of helps us six minutes and four yeah. seconds to go here us this, reset some things in this ball game we'll take a quick break by telling you you're listening to columbia central lions football on the front porch sports radio
9: network
1: Welcome back to Green Hill High School. It's uh, six minutes and four seconds to go. Third and 11 for the Lions at their own 23-yard line, and there's a low pass, an incomplete pass now. Fourth and 11 at their own 25-yard line, I should say, and they're going to bring in the punting unit. Not much I guess they can do right there with facing fourth and 11 at their own 25-yard line. So gotta to,
2: got to punt here and hope that your defense can get a turnover. Fourth and eleven is very difficult to get that get that and you don't want to give the ball to him down here this deep.
1: Caleb Carver back at his own forty yard line, ready to receive Max Patton punt. There's the snap, a good snap, and there's the punt, not a good one. Just straight up and
4: good roll, it's, gonna,
1: one it's, of it's gonna go out of bounds in lion territory at the 44-yard line, so Whoa. not a good mm-hmm. punt, not a good situation that the Lions find themselves in with five minutes, 54 seconds to go uh, here in the ball game. They're trailing by 14.
3: What do you think they're going to do?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would say somewhere off the tackle.
3: I'd say 33 well, is going to yeah. get the ball.
1: What? I mean, let's knock it out of his hands. Mm-hmm. That's what I would be trying to do is to pop that ball loose. So here's Mahoney. He's gonna be for sure after this snap. They're gonna take their time and eat that clock. There goes, there goes seven, eight, nine, ten yards on that play, right up the middle by Lambert, who just goes right over the middle of the offensive line, over the middle of the of the Columbia defensive front front four. And just another first down. I'm not sure, Terry, how many first downs they've gotten, but way I'd say too, it's quite a bit.
3: Way too many. I, I think I got 13 I may have missed, but Lambeth has carried the ball 23 times for 164 yards.
1: Goodness gracious. Goodness gracious. At way eight, too about much. Eight
2: yards at pop And
3: two TDs.
1: So this this young school here has got, got a pretty good team, or we're not playing one. I'm not sure what it is. There's a low snap, and oh, he finally slipped. he's this this running back. I guess that's Lambeth, yeah. yeah, he's, he's going to slip back to the line of scrimmage the first time that he's yard. really slipped, and uh, hadn't seen that at all. So five minutes to go and counting here in the fourth quarter as Green Hill up. Twenty-eight to fourteen. They've got the ball now, second facing second and eleven at the Lion thirty-five yard line. Well, I'm sure he's gonna take this play clock all the way down. He's got ten seconds left
3: to go. Yeah, it looks like Duffy's in. Snap comes with three
1: seconds to go. There's Duffy up the middle. He's got five. Before he's finally, ball's, oh, the ball's loose. on ball the ground. Loose. Ball loose. Did the ball come out? It did. And who's got it? Columbia's saying they've got I it. I think they got it. Who's got it? Who's got it? Let's see a signal. We're not going to see a signal.
3: No, I think right Oh, we got a signal.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they're not going to give us one, but Columbia's got it. <laughs> like right? You say, you everybody's changed,
2: every, Both sides are changing their teams. So <laughs> evidently, we got the ball back. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure who did yeah. that, but that's a good sign. Okay, now's a chance the for us.
2: Now's chance for us to, you know, again, this being a non-region game. Yes, we want the win, but this is a good chance for us to practice our four-minute offense or, or hurry-up offense and see what we can do with it. Hopefully, that's that's how he sees it. Uh, we'll see what we can do with this.
1: So, ball spotted at the Columbia 30-yard line. Four minutes, 16 seconds to go. All three timeouts for the Lions. Here's Hustleton in the shotgun, looking throw. Gets it to Bubba Perkins on the left side. He's looking for room. He breaks yeah, one man. tackle, breaks another tackle, crosses the 40, okay. up to the 43-yard line before he's brought down. They'll stop the clock to mark the chains. So first and 10 for the Lions. Great, great catch and great move there by Bubba Perkins here on this left sideline. Quickly, the Lions are Still lined going up. I like to see it. There's the snap. Hustleton back to throw almost intercepted incomplete balls incomplete So he was trying to reach another one of those receivers trying to reach Jordan Davis out there on the right side and uh, Balls just fall. It just fell short, but almost again intercepted by uh, the Hawks
2: actually it's the first time this year. I've kind of seen him throw into coverage he tried to force that play into into coverage there and and uh, almost
1: hurt us stops the clock with three minutes 54 seconds to go here as they face now second and 10 from the the lion 43 yard line Hustleton gets his team up to the line of scrimmage and the shotgun here's the snap He's looking to throw quick, looking downfield. Now he's throwing across the middle. He's got Q. Martin in the middle. He crosses midfield down to the 40, inside the 40. (laughs) Q. Martin wasn't sure that he had that ball. That ball hit him so quickly that uh, he wasn't sure that it was there or not, and he crowded in and turned and went upfield. So
2: did a great, great job of scanning the field. Uh, uh, Martin that time I think was his third receiver. So he did it. And then the line did a super job giving him time to scan the field.
1: Down to the 38-yard line of the Hawks go the Lions, first and 10, three minutes, 25 seconds and counting here in the ball game. Down 14, Hustleton now in the shotgun, looking to throw across to the sideline, incomplete as he was trying to hit. I think that's Jordan Davis over there on the far sideline. That stops the clock, three minutes, 20 seconds to go here in the ball game. 2nd and 10 from the Hawk 38-yard line. We need to get in quick, guys. We need a quick score. Hustleton gets his team to the line. Two receivers left, two receivers to the right. Here's Usselton. he's being pressured. He gets the ball away just in time before he goes down, and incomplete, it, it, it falls. I think that affected his throw as he got hit from behind as he was rolling out to his right. Not sure who he was trying to reach over there. It looked like Siante Morris he was trying to reach, but to no avail, ball falls way short after he take, take, took a hit in the back. Stops the clock, 3 minutes, 14 seconds to go, third and 10 from the Hawk 38-yard line. Three receivers now to the right, one receiver to the left. And here's Usselton. He's looking, 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 throwing down. they got a man wide open and can't hold on to it. It was just a little outside to Jordan Davis all the way down to the 23-yard line, but he just could not hold on to it. It was just a little away from his outstretched hands to bring that ball in.
2: Well so, designed play. That they cleared out with two receivers and and, and he, Davis turned out on a, on a deep out route with plenty of room for the first down. We just quite we just missed connecting on the
1: pass right there. So Columbia takes time out. They're going to face a fourth and ten here with three minutes and nine seconds to go. We'll just keep it here because uh, I, I'm not yeah. sure if I would have tried to use that timeout right there. <laughs> You know the clock had stopped with the incomplete pass, so part, you had that, that thirty-five history. seconds. I know they're yeah. wanting to get the right play in, yeah. And it's got to be at least a ten-yard right. play to keep them in this ball game. That's what's a shame. Ugh. Doggone! So they've got again. Play. We're,
2: you can tell we're we're still new to this part of the offense. Uh, it's the first time we've really had to use a four-minute offense or a, a hurry-up offense, uh, and we're still having to think our way through some things here. And But this is going to be great experience as well. Uh, I've seen, you know, some good things are happening. We're just, just coming up just a little bit short on finishing the execution of the play.
1: Fourth and ten, here's a play for the, for the Lions. Here's Usselton, back to throw, being pressured. Now he steps up in the pocket. He's got his man, and it falls incomplete. There's a perfect pass over there. I'm not sure who that was. I think that's Q Martin. That was Q Martin. He hits him in the numbers and just falls in complete. Yeah, he, uh, turnover on downs for he looked up field, Hawks.
2: He looked upfield to see his cut right before he secured the ball. And uh, just trying to hurry up and make a play on it.
1: So there's no doubt that... Uh,
2: but, again, some good things happened. He had, he had men open in these situations. The line was giving him plenty of time to throw the ball. We've just got to clean up the execution, the finish of the, of the play.
1: Turnover on downs with three minutes and three seconds to go here in the fourth quarter. As uh, Greenhill up 28-14, to handoff to Lambert around the left side. He goes for nine. Reaches almost to midfield. They're going to mark him down at the 40 seven-yard line is where they'll they'll spot it. I thought he got more than that, but that'll uh, be second and uh, a long one on the play as that clock now down two minutes, 40 seconds to go left in the game. Again, Columbia trailing by 14. Not much they can do here. They've got two timeouts left, but um, mm, they just need a turnover again. They need to pop that ball loose if they want to have any shot. They're trying to get into the end zone themselves and then uh, some kind of uh, onside kick. There's the snap going to Lambert. He's up the middle, got his first down. Got his first down, but gets five yards on the play. We've been saying that all night. They're running backs getting five yards at least just about every time they touch the ball. As the clock... Stops just momentarily to remark the chains on the far side. Now down to two minutes left to go here in this ball game. Ball spotted at the 48-yard line of Columbia. They're just the Hawks are just content to let this play clock run all the way down. 17 seconds now on it. They'll take their time all the way down to run as much clock as they can. There's a snap, then a hand off to Lambert. There's five, six, seven, eight yards on the play, right up the middle. What's he got, 200 down, Terry?
3: Almost, 186.
1: Goodness gracious.
3: On 27 carries.
1: I would have not believed this. Just
3: under, just under seven yards, six-something to carry, six and a half, roughly.
1: I would have not believed that if you'd have told me that he would have almost 200 yards. That one man. They got a
3: minute seven to get, the, yeah. to get the other.
1: And it's all come on about two plays.
3: Fourteen. Yep.
2: On a variety of two plays.
1: Inside a minute now to go as uh, second and one at the 39-yard line. There goes Lamberth, and he finally gets stopped, but he's still going to pick up his first down uh, as he crosses the 40-yard line
4: or the approaches, line. approaches
1: the 35-yard line. That'll stop the clock momentarily. 46 seconds to go, but that's going to do it right there. They don't really have to do anything else but take a knee. And that's what they're going to do is line up in the victory formation as the clock is just going to uh, wind wind down. They'll have to run one, one more play after this. What a shame. But you got to take your hat off to the Green Hill Hawks as they were... They had a game plan to run that ball, run that ball, run that ball, and that's all they had to do. No. So there goes the first knee, victory knee, and that will do it. They won't have to run another play as uh clock winding down to triple zeros as the Columbia Lions will fall to two and two on this season. And uh, the Green Hill Hawks will improve to 3-1 and one on the year as they get the victory over the Lions, 28-14. to 14. We'll be back in just a moment to give you all the stats and wrap it up from here, and then we'll send it. Stay tuned. We'll be joining J.P. Plant
0: and TriStar Friday Night Live will host here on Front Porch Sports Radio Network. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal.
7: For 40 years, Beck Dental Care has been the personalized and comfortable option for the health of your smile. The caring staff maintains a high level of safety protocols and attention to detail. Advanced technology provides your choice of sedation and the best of dental implant solutions to restore complete oral health. Open until 7 p.m. two nights a week, 931-388-8452. Beck Dental Care in Columbia, 1603 Rosewood Drive.
0: for the 75th year Columbia Central Lions football plays on WKRN. Back to the booth, here's Lee Maddox.
1: And welcome back, everyone, to Green Hill High School as the Green Hill Hawks are celebrating out on the field as they have defeated the Columbia Central Lions 28 to 14. All tied up at halftime. Looked like it was going to be a pretty even game, but uh, the Green Hill Hawks just used their weapon of running the ball right up the middle. <laughs> that didn't uh, surprise anybody, but we could never stop them, Coach.
2: Yeah, our offense was was keeping up with them as long as we stayed on schedule when we had. A couple of penalties that, that hurt us and put us behind schedule, and then we got we got behind in the trading of the series. Uh, that that just put us behind too much for us to be able to, to catch back up. Secondly, our offense, our defensive front, just could not just could not get control of the line of scrimmage tonight. And and their uh, credit to their offensive line, they just came off the ball and whipped us and, and just pushed us back. Like Terry mentioned earlier, they were getting three, they were four three to five yards down the field before they were getting into any contact at all
1: and i would just not have believed that uh, if you'd have told me that that that's what would have happened but that's why they play it yeah and that's what happened and tonight we did just, just get whipped right yeah. on both lines both sides of the line of scrimmage for sure terry you've got the stats
3: i sure do uh for green hills uh they had 34 rushes for 256 yards the big rush was uh Lambeth, who carries the ball 28 times for 188, two touchdowns. Passing, they were only three or four for 31 yards. So total, they had 287 yards. Columbia with 22 rushes for 76 yards. Passing uh, was only eight of 18, but for 144 yards. So total offense was 220. So believe it or not, there was only 67 more yards that Green Hills gained, but it seemed like a lot more.
1: It really did. It's definitely 14 points more because that is the final score. And, again, it was tied up at halftime, and Green Hill just took control just like they were doing that first half with that running attack game they had. And they didn't have to throw it. And that's what they had shown on film on their first three games that they did like to throw the ball a lot, uh, but they just didn't have to tonight. They
2: didn't have to at all. And, uh, you know, we – we did have some good plays. We had a couple of critical drops that probably stalled some drives out that would have made this a, a closer game. But at the same time, we're still learning. We're still growing into this into this offense, and hopefully, we can take this take this experience, take this you know, take these lessons we've learned about uh, about our two minute offense, or in this case, a lack of a two minute offense, yeah. and, uh, and and get ourselves geared up for what's coming down the road. Uh, you know, the region schedule, and, and I, I think we can grow from this.
1: Well, there's no doubt that uh, we'll hopefully have a lot better. Um, chance next week, or we'll we'll put this yeah. one behind us. Or actually, look at the look at the film and try to get some answers as to what happened. Because you know the next opponents are going to be looking at this film and saying, "Hey, Ooh. that's all we need to do is run so on straight them.
2: at them." Yeah. Uh, but and and again, this will be where we 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 her you know a gut check in and, and uh, how do we face the adversity of 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 getting beat up front? How do we respond to it? And and uh, if I if I know Coach Moore at all and i know these kids from what i've been able to observe from them from the first half of the season is the we're, we're going to respond you know he's, he's going to have them ready to go next week and they're going to learn from the mistakes that they made tonight
1: well it's a special week next week now uh <clears throat> green hill will go on the road to play at hillsboro but for the lions it's a special week next week as they will host nolensville at lindsey nelson stadium and it's homecoming so let's hope that doesn't take away from all the festive you know with all the festivities that are involved with it but i'm sure the coaches are going to make sure of that that they're going to focus because it's a region game a very important region game for the Lions to get this thing turned around they're now at 500 and uh, folks are going to be looking at this film and, and I can see they've had a they've, the coaches have talked to the players there on the, on the, on the field to uh, hopefully like you said yeah. they're going to they're going to correct these mistakes they had a letdown tonight I uh, know that's not what what, what, we're, what we really are I don't know what it was but uh, Green Hill definitely had our number. Uh, tonight, so, yeah. but the big thing is, is, is all our goals are still ahead of us. Uh,
2: this again, this was not a region game. Uh, it's something that can help us learn to prepare for our region games, and uh, everything we're still wanting to do is still out there ahead of us and in our control. If we will go out and and learn from these mistakes, grow from uh, grow from this,
1: and uh, and then just get ourselves better, especially up front. All right. Well. Folks, that's going to wrap it up here from Green Hill High School. Thank you for tuning in to our broadcast of Columbia Central Lions football, where your final score, once again, Green Hill 28, Columbia 14. Tune in next week as the Lions will will be back at home for homecoming as they will... Play, they will host Nolansville in a key region game right here on 103.7 WKRM Front Porch Radio. Coming up next, TriStar Friday Night Live with host JP Plant and Murphy Fair to bring you scores and comments from games all across the midstate and all across the state. So for Coach Mike Lyles, Terry Wilcox, I'm Lee Maddox saying good night from Green Hill High School. This has been a presentation of the Front Porch Sports Radio Network
0: Columbia Central Lions Football on WKRM is brought to you in part by Parks Motor Sales, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, Roof Systems Inc., Right Care, Columbia Franklin, Kubota, Tin Pin Alley, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, Holland's Pharmacy, Columbia Foodland, Beck Dental Care, Bedrich and CSH Incorporated, Browns Body Shop. Murray Regional Medical Center, Quick Marts, Davis Heating and Cooling, and by Sands Fence Company.